A move that tried to strike gold but instead struck the shit vein. 30 and 40 year olds trying to play 20 year olds. Bad acting, bad writing, bad plot. But fuck it. It has lots of explosions. We watch Miner's Massacre. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, po- the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, say hello. Hey, how's it going? All right, there we go. Uh, like I said, today's going to be a kind of a special episode. Yeah, Not it really is. special. It's not that special. It's just that we have two guests with us instead of one. Not like, just one, not two. Not just one, two. Count them, two. Uh, uh, uh. uh Anyway, Nacho's McWarrow, he's back for his second time, so... He didn't fuck up too bad the first time, so we thought, I thought he did best. great. I thought he did great. <laughs> How's Not, everybody doing in podcast land? Nachos, how you doing, man? I'm, I can't complain. That's good. Nobody's uh, And with him, uh, with our, for the first time ever, we're breaking his podcast share, at least on our show. Uh, Mr. Eric Davies, uh, fan of the show. He's, we uh, thought it'd be cool to have him on. Uh, now, we can... You know, everybody on the show, okay, we have Coffee Doug, Nachos McWerewolf. You know, we don't... Our guests, we have to have nicknames, so I figured... Since Eric is a, a friend of Nachos, I thought Nachos McWareoff. Like, what? Well, we need a nickname. We need a nickname. What are we gonna go? I, 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 Salsa Von Mummy, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I fucking uh, love it. So, I, I, my, I don't know. It's kind of stupid, but it's popped in my head. So. Salsa Von Mummy. But no, I think we're going to go with Cincinnati Jeff. And Cincinnati Jeff, can you tell us how you got that nickname? Uh, so, um, we went to Horror Hound uh, in Cincinnati in March yeah, of yeah. 2019. And Tom Atkins was there. We were very excited to meet Love him. Love Tom Atkins. And we were we were lining up, uh, and we were just super stoked. And I had nachos behind me, and we were like arguing like little girls, like who's gonna go first? We got to talk to him. I'm super nervous. So of course I lost the coin toss. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh hey Tom, it's really nice to meet you. Super cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, just ready to just chit chat. It wasn't just like sign and get out of my way. Um, we're sitting there and we're talking and he asked where we were from. We're telling him we're from St. Louis and he's like filling out, you know, he's starting to sign my, uh, you know, night of the creeps poster. And he's like, Hey, do you want this personal? I was like, absolutely. He's like, Oh, what's your name? I was like, it's Eric. And he's like, Oh, Eric, where are you from? I'm like, Oh, St. Louis. And so he's telling me this story about filming escape from New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, which, you know, was, was done Part mostly in St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. And you know, wait, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt. That, really? Yeah, that was from St. Louis. A Parts lot of it was. Yeah, did not know that. That bridge, that, that bridge they blew scene. up. Yeah, they blew that up. You can actually still see that when you go to. St. Is that Charles. why there's so much construction on the Poplar Street Bridge all the fucking time? <laughs> all the time. They're still repairing it from the because they're just blowing up extra fucking bridges over there. Mo Dutch just <laughs> god damn it, Snake Plissken. <laughs> so he's telling me this story, and he gets back to it, and he's like, you know, again, he starts to fill it out, and then he talks to me a little bit more about Night of the Creeps and then he finishes it up and I look down at the poster and it says hey Jeff thanks for meeting me and uh, dude's being so cool and I don't like want to tell him like hey Tom like you took my 30 bucks but my name's Eric so I just took it he takes a bunch of pictures with me and then we're off so then Nachos gets behind me 
And he's like, hey, Tom, how's it going? My name's Mike. Mike, Mike, have you met me? My name's Mike. Like, he says it like 30 times and he doesn't fucking forget it. So uh, from that moment on, I was like, dude, Tom Atkins called me Jeff. <laughs> so I got this fucking poster on my wall. It's like, hey, thanks, Jeff. And then I have like a like a five by seven next to it so that I can prove that I actually met yeah. Tom Atkins. So no, it like, was really me. Yeah, it's like I didn't just buy Jeff's autograph off eBay. It's my fucking autograph. The best part, like I'm behind him watching it fucking happen. I see the J form. I'm like. That's not how you spell it. <laughs> I look back as he signs Jeff, like giving him this like look, and like he's not just just fucking, fucking laughing. Ear to ear grinning like a jackass. <laughs> oh. But he was real cool. Um, he took pictures with uh, Miller Lights with yeah. us, like mm-hmm. the highlight mm-hmm. beer and mm-hmm. stuff. Miller time. So that was actually pretty badass. That's very cool. And like people were just like lining up behind us, and mm-hmm. they were just like clearly getting pissed off because we were fucking absorbing <laughs> all of his time. Fuck him. He did not care. Yeah. He was real chill. I love it. That's awesome. That's like that's a good story. So Cincinnati Jeff, I guess that sounds a little better than Salsa Von Mummy, but Salsa Von No, Mummy. that's fucking good. That's Keep that for bad. something. <laughs> that's like backup vocals in the band I'm never gonna have. <laughs> All right, so uh this week's movie, uh first, uh before we get to it, I always kinda jump the gun on that, but uh, a few things I need to plug and shout out before we get to the actual movie. Uh first, uh, I wanna plug this book called Slasher Crasher. Uh, it's written by the author David Nora. It's a pretty re- relatively new book. Just came out on Amazon and some other places recently, like just a few weeks ago. Uh, the reason I bring it is because the author himself contacted us through our website or through our, our, our you know our email. It's so bad, scary at gmail.com if you ever want to send us anything or reach out or anything. Uh, asking, say, hey, I got this new horror thing, horror book. You you know, would be interested in review, reading it, reviewing it. And, you know, let's only think. I'm like, sure, whatever, why not. Does he have it on tape? <laughs> as far as I know, he does not have it on tape. That's the only way Aaron reads books now is audiobooks. Um, you read books. I read books. Uh, he sent me a copy. He sent me an autographed copy. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'll read this thing when I get a chance. Uh, so I'll be, I had not finished it yet. I'm about halfway through it. Um, but uh, I will say it's worth the read. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's surprisingly better than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's got some good humor in it. Uh, some good... Uh, some good action kill scenes. Some uh, good scares. I, it's hard. I, when it comes to a book, it's hard to see how scary it is. But there are some moments where, like, if you visualize, like, oh, it would be really intense. Or yeah. trying to visualize, that would be really cool. Uh, but it's hard to say, you know, in book mode nowadays, if what's scary or what's not. Uh, but Slasher Crasher, uh, if you want to look on Amazon, pick it up. Um, it's basically kind of, it's very much pulled from the original Halloween movie. Okay. Uh, so very Halloween esque mixed with more, we'll say teenage angst. Uh, so there's, there's more humor in it, but there's still a lot of violence and killing. And, nice. Uh, and basically, it's like two frenemies who are kind of battling out between themselves who had a falling out. Then this basically Michael Myers esque guy escapes the loony bin. Quote unquote boogeyman. Boogeyman yeah. escapes, and they end up basically the just as they end up pitting the boogeyman against each other. And so the boogeyman's caught in the middle, and he's like fighting, he's going back. It's kind of, I don't know. It's that weird, actually sounds like it could be it's, interesting. It's an interesting read, I gotta say, and it's pretty well written. There's some really good references, and, and there's some good humor in it. Like boogeyman, don't kill me. Did you hear what Nacho said about you? I mean, fuck that guy. You might want to go check him out. <laughs> I think I think one girl ends up like flirting with them to a point, like hey, trying to like you know please you know appeal to his trying to honey dick him, honey dick him, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's worth a read. Uh, like I say, it just got on Amazon. It's called Slasher Crasher. Uh, go so check it out if you like horror books and you're a reader. I would I, I've enjoyed it so far. With that said, I want to mention our Patreon Patreon page and our website. Uh, if you you know get our shirts and, and and stuff on the website, 
Also on Patreon, if you want to support the show, if you're a fan of the show, you know, you want to donate a few bucks here once a month or whatever, uh, we really appreciate it. helps us keep this going. Uh, we've added new tiers to it, so there's new levels of, of, of uh, rewards, if you want to call it perks, I guess we should say. I was just going to say, I appreciate you guys actually doing that. Uh, when I first signed up for your Patreon, by the way, if you're listening, definitely, you know, throw these guys a buck or two. Uh, I was telling Nachos, I'm like, there's there's just like the one shot. Yeah. Like, the, it's just the one thing. So I actually appreciate you guys adding a couple yeah, different Yeah, I won't lie, because for a long time, it like, I didn't have... We've had a Patreon up for a year and didn't do anything with it. Well, then the fact that we didn't really have much to offer. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you'll get free buttons and patches and all this shit, all this merch. I'm like, we just don't have all that merch, so what can we offer? So it took us a while to upgrade. We've got some stuff uh, upgraded we, where, you know, you can actually get... You know some shirts and some merchandise and then some also like uh, uh there's just some other i forget what all we put on there but there's there's more tiers now some more options um actually even just a dollar a dollar a month from if we got a dollar a month from every single person listening that would cover so much of our expenses and really help out so anyway keep that in mind and lastly i want to put a shout out to and a thank you to brandon schneider who is kind of i want to say sponsoring this episode but it was his his pick of the movie, which is Miner's Massacre, a.k.a. Oh. Curse of the 49er, was recommended by Mr. Brandon Schneider. Brandon. So, Brandon, you can thank why? this one for on, on him. Why? Brandon. We know Brandon Schneider. <laughs> Brandon. I don't think it, it... What if it is? It is. What? Yeah. Then you need to no. have a talk with him. Yeah. All right? You need it's to a have small a talk fucking with world. Him. Apparently, yeah, our <laughs> listeners are like five people that all know each other. We actually... We would die school with him. <laughs> That's uh, a very common name. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize he was so local then. I, no, I, fuck I, it. It's him. I, I, yep. That's, that's the guy. <laughs> sure, it is now. Why not? Yeah, He's talking the same about that like, suggest- He sent us like another email or, or message with like five more movie suggestions to do. And like most of them, like, hey, we, I've actually already seen those or they're on our list or we'll get to them eventually. But for now, Myers Massacre, a.k.a. Curse of the 49 is what we're doing this week. Let's get started. This movie was released in October of 2002. So it's an oldie. I uh, didn't realize how I didn't realize it was that old at the time when I was like, oh, I think for some reason I was like, oh, this came out in like 2012 or something like that. But nope, 2002. Yeah, 2002. It makes sense once you look at the clothes that people are wearing. Oh my like, oh, fucking yep, god! Totally, uh, that totally makes sense now. Sweet audio shirt, bro. Where's your <laughs> <box> at? <laughs> uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime and Tubi. Uh, which just sounds like a Teletubby to me. I'm sorry. This, I know. I'm in nachos. You're a you're a Tubi guy, aren't you? Hey, that shit's free, man. Real it is talk. free. <laughs> I'm not arguing the fact that it's free. I just I'm not. I, I don't want to bash it too much because yeah, hey, great. It, they have a great selection. They have a lot it of does shit. Have, but it reminded me a lot of uh, Fright Picks. I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore. But I remember watching free movies. But it was one of those sites where every yeah. like five ten minutes you get a fucking ad. And like, yes, yeah, the movie's free, great. But I'm like, god damn, another fucking ad. It's like right. every time I start getting into it and start like getting into the movie boom I'm taken out of it by another fucking ad right and so that's the annoying thing about Tubi that's how I watched it was actually Tubi okay it's it's a weird app like I was going through it and cause he turned Nachos turned me on to it and I was like oh what's on here and like most of it is like stuff that you see on Amazon Prime and then there was like one that caught my eye which was Dead Time Stores I was like oh my god I haven't seen it since I was a kid that fucking movie yeah (laughs) dude Project Metal Beast is on fucking Tubi it's 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 I'm spreading that gospel so hard like collection of the oddest (laughs) fucking movies um this movie was written by Antonio Olivas Olivas sure whatever that one uh, directed by a guy who has appeared on the show before, oh. uh, John Carl Bolcher. Uh, he most probably most known for his work in the special effects department because he got sixty six credits as a uh, special effects guy. Forty of them were for makeup. Nineteen as as a director. So guy's been busy. Um, 
He directed the original Troll from 1986. With, nice. with Harry Potter. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Harry Potter <laughs> and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. No. Yeah, she's the weird Fuck. plant girl in it. Yeah. I got to rewatch that. <laughs> or not. Uh, a movie called <laughs> Cellar Dweller. Uh, he also directed the Lost episode of the Horrible Horror Podcast. He directed Ghoulies Go to College. The Lost episode. The Lost episode, which I have an announcement on that. Uh, try to remind me at the uh, end of the episode. I will. To make that announcement, please. I don't want to. Uh, break up the floor anymore. And he also directed Friday Thirteenth Part VII: oh, A New yes. Blood. Yes. So he's directed some big name movies and some well known ones, and then he did this turd of a of a movie. <laughs> so somewhere something got lost. You yeah, guys got to eat. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Brad, you got to stay sharp. You know, even if it's not exactly your cut from the same cloth. You gotta stay sharp. I, you know, you I gotta get the reps in. Yeah, I, this is, I guess, this is warm up to something mm-hmm. else, like just stretching. Because like Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, now it's not the greatest of all, but it's a, one of our favorites. Yeah, it's one of we my. We did a watch along episode not that long ago. It's my Jason. Yeah, it's that my was Jason. My first yeah, Jason. I love that. Jason. And yeah. then he goes from that to to this. It's like what happened? Like the gap is so vast, dramatic, dramatic. So, uh, but another cast. Holy shit, the cast. Okay. Um, and the funny thing about the cast, the people I'm going to mention, actually all end up playing very minor roles, but they have like the most experience, and it's incredible. So Aunt Nelly is played by Karen Black, yep. yes. who's got 203 credits, includes House of a Thousand Corpses, where she was Mother Firefly, Burnt Offerings, the full moon movie, Ooga Booga, which is incredibly <laughs> racist, yeah. but oh my God, we might be doing that in February. Uh, Children of the Corn, The Gathering, and Plan 10 from Outer Space. Oh, Not oh, Plan yeah. 9, but Plan 10. <laughs> Scratch that one. We're on to Plan 10 now, boys. <laughs> uh, Old Man Pritchard, played by Richard Lynch. 164 credits. Ch- he was in a Chuck Norris film called Invasion USA. Oh, shit. The Sword and the Sorcerer, Rob Zombie's Halloween. He was in a Highlander, the TV show, and Thunder in Paradise with oh, Hulk fucking Hogan. <laughs> the, basically, the Knight Rider boat movie yeah, is what like, it was. Turn Invisible. Dude, that had the best theme song. Yeah, dude. it did. <laughs> it was, haunts me. Was that written by Jimmy Hart? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Puppet Master 3, <laughs> Alligator 2, The Mutilation. So just... <laughs> Some great works Some out great there. Some great work. Then Jeremiah Stone, played by Mr. Vernon Wells, 181 credits. He was in Commando. He was uh, Bennett in Commando. Mad Max 2, Beyond Thunderdome, Weird Science, Inner Space. He was also in fucking Death House, which has become infamous on our show, where he was Nella, one of the five evils. He plays Rannick in a ton of Power Ranger stuff. So if you're a Power Ranger fan, you know him. Uh, he also voiced Gandalf in Lego Lord of the Rings video games and has done voices in Darksiders 1 and 2, Ultimate Spider-Man, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragon, uh, Dragon Shard, Diablo 3, and he was in a Slayer music video for You Against You. So, so who did he play in this? He was Jeremiah Stone. Our villain. He's the miner. He's the miner in the flashback. No which shit. You can't suck because he's... Yeah, oh, it's the flashback scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's just the flashback scene. That was Bennett... That was from Commando. Yes, that dude didn't fucking blink the whole time. No, we'll get to that. <laughs> then we have Reverend Sutter, played by Jeff Conaway, ninety-three credits, and so he was Kanucky in Greece. Fucker was in Greece. Kanucky, or Kanucky is what it was. Weird anecdote about that: uh, uh, Barry Boswick, who obviously yes, Barry you Boswick, know, you know, big uh, in, in a horror. Uh, Jeff horror Conway film. was like his understudy and like outdanced him 
and beat Barry Boswick. I, Barry Boswick had the role in Grease for Kanicki. I didn't know that. And then Jeff Conaway was like, oh, I fucking dance better than you. And like fucking like beat him out. Barry Boswick had to go back to the fucking so red like, line. Dance battle, wow. motherfucker. Right? I didn't know that. That's a cool story. That's a, that's a really cool story. Uh, he was also Zach Allen, Babylon 5, and all of its spinoffs. So if you're a Babylon 5 guy, you know him. He did one episode of Frey's Nightmares and Tales from the Dark Side. And he was also in Stephen King's Golden Tales, which I guess was a short-lived TV Never series as well. Then we have Roxanne, played by Aline Madison. 98 credits. Jesus fucking Christ. Including Evil Bong 777, <laughs> Orgy of the Damned, Silent Screenplay 2, and Creep Show 3. Ugh. Last person I am going to mention. Caleb is played by Mr. Martin Cove. 228 credits, but all you need to know about this man is if you don't know him, is he's fucking Crease in the Karate Kid franchise and Cobra Kai. He was also in Robo. Uh, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, and Crocodile 2, Death Swamp. But it fucking Kreese... Kreese from Cobra Kai. ...is in this movie. He's also the deputy in the original Last House on the Left. Depending on which cut of that fucking movie huh. you watch, he's like in it for like a second. All I know is that he terrified me as a child because I was thinking about taking karate, but I was like, I don't want to go to a school like that. He's like, what? We call that a kick? 50 push-ups on your knuckles. Do it now. And I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm John not Kreese taking... like the stepdad you hope you don't get. <laughs> <laughs> but that is an insane cast. For, and then like our main cast of characters like our main characters have done like dick <laughs> like they are no credits really to their name nothing worth mentioning about but all those people I just talked about massive acting chops and experience but like are barely in the movie <laughs> so with that said let's get to the movie itself we've wasted enough time we open in a small town of Suttersville at some small wooden shack or cabin kind of out in the deserty area outskirts of the town. Very rustic. Very rustic. Where a 20-something guy sits at a table covered in old gold mining equipment and, and bullshit. Um, there's an iron bowl filled with tiny gold chunks next to a scale. And the dude's weighing like these tiny gold nuggets and writing down the, like, the weight in the notebook. But everything looks so fucking old. Yeah. And I mean, it looks like it's straight from like, you know, the 4090 yeah, gold rush days of like the 1800s. Just his, it's just his Eddie Bauer vest is the only thing that gives you a clue that it's today. Yeah. Um, the camera then cuts to an underground chamber where there just so happens to be an altar with six somehow still lit candles on it and a large stone disc that has a pentagram carved on it. I like how those candles just like shot to life like it's like a fucking cheap ride at Six Flags. Was that because I, I must have looked down because when I looked up they were already lit. I didn't just see like, shoot to life. They're trick birthday candles. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way because I, I don't know if I just blinked for a second because all of a sudden he just starts coming to life. Okay, we're, yeah. Yeah, he just so, goes, it looked like for, somebody glitter bombed his corpse. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck is going um, on? I also want to mention the perfectly placed uh, miner's pickaxe that's just predominantly <laughs> set up on the altars. Like, hey, everybody, look at me uh, in front of the candles. And lying in the dirt um, in the sand in front of the altar is this human skeleton. Now, this is what the, uh, Aaron and Notch were just mentioning. Then, so, from out of nowhere now, a swarm of glowing golden orbs. Or like lightning bugs or glitter bomb, if you will, uh, swoops down in and starts circling over the skeleton and fly off. The ground around the skeleton then seems to briefly turn into lava, which is really weird looking. Uh, the golden orbs get absorbed into the dirt and the skeleton, the dirt and the sand, and then become to form around the skeleton, giving the skeleton like dirt sandy skin dirt skin dirt yeah skin. it's kind of like it's kind of like covering him up almost like it's burying the yeah skeleton. but it's becoming so the, yeah. the, the, the 
dirt's going on top of it, but it's like forming a shape. Yeah, it's like that old school like reverse effect, like they buried it and then like somebody sitting back with like a blow dryer and like yeah, just, they just kind of went backwards and then backwards. just reversed it. Uh, so once the skeleton is completely covered in dirt and, the, and sand, it opens its eyes and it sits <coughs> up. The now reanimated 49er stands up, grabs its wide-brimmed hat from under the dirt, uh, puts it on, then grabs his pickaxe from the altar along with a length of chain attached to like a meat hook or something, or just like his hook. Uh, and then we go back to the cabin. I do like his first instinct is to go for the hat. For, go for the hat. Yeah. Gotta complete the outfit gotta, first. Gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta look sharp before you go into killing <laughs> exactly. spree. Styling and profiling. Uh, back in the cabin, the dude continues to weigh his tiny gold chunks. He takes a break, gets up, goes outside to piss, goes back inside, and we see the 49er pop up in front of the camera and walk towards the cabin. I couldn't pay attention to the, like, the, the next part of this scene because... The guy goes outside to take a piss. Then he walks inside as the 49er, like, creeps behind him. And the whole time I'm like, guy goes outside, goes back in, and leaves the front fucking door open. Yeah. And it just bothered me. I don't know <laughs> I, why. You're not the first. Like, I um, I know a lot of people, and like, they, you see that in movies. Like, they go in, they open the door, and they go in. Then they never close the door. It's something they... It's such a small thing, but they always forget about it so much in, like, film and TV. They always... Nobody ever closes the fucking door. Now, I get it. Maybe there he just wants to let the night fresh night in. He's out in the middle of nowhere. He thinks it's all safe. So, maybe, whatever. But I get your point. Like, close the fucking yeah, door. Right. Close the goddamn door. <laughs> uh, so, the 49 walks up behind the dude who spins around just in time to get backhanded, like backhand pinch slapped, pimp slapped by the 49er, and said crashing across the room. The 49er uh, stabs the hook into the dude's back and then uses the chain to hang the guy from like a ceiling cross beam or something. I love the special effect here because I'm watching it and I'm like, he is clearly just hanging by his shirt. Yeah, you know, for like a belt or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like, like clever. It's just like that is bad. But like, when he when he when he strung him up though, he slid a bucket was, yeah, underneath he, him. It's curious. Yes. He doesn't want to make a mess. And then he slits the dude's throat. So I'm like, okay, we see this all the time. So you know, slide a bucket under, catch the blood. I'm like, you know, we kill a pig or kill a human. Got to keep it tidy. Uh, the camera focuses on the bucket, which should. Fill up with blood or have like like gallons of blood just drop into it from slitting the guy's throat wide open. But nope. You get like one little dinky little splash of blood that lands in the bucket. It's like catching rain from like a fucking leaky ceiling. It really is. <laughs> and that's about the equivalent of it. When it should be just like. Goosh. And this is an easy thing to do. Yeah. You just get. You just get. You can get water and food coloring and be like, sploosh. Sploosh. Look at the blood. Yeah, but no, but it's like, no, this it's like is, an eyedropper. Yeah, <laughs> this is not an expensive gag or not. trick to do. The but, budget for the special effects in this movie was not large. Well, <laughs> they had to, they had to pinch your pain, so they had to save for all the fucking explosions yes. that come later. Oh, yes. Yes. Like they blew their budget on the explosions. We have no money for blood. Oh, fuck, guys. Damn it. Fuck, it's a horror movie. How do we not have a budget for blood? Come Let's on. Let's blow more shit up. We'll so, be fine. <laughs> we found some old ketchup out by the dumpster. Let's use fucking, it. Yep. Right. Fucking use it. Save us uh, five bucks. That's it. Hold on. Oh, there you go. There it is. I like it. Now we cut to our main girl, Claire, who's like chopping onions in her kitchen, talking on her phone with her mom about how they haven't heard from Claire's brother in days. In comes Claire's boyfriend, who's or, or boy toy, whose name I think is Jared. But they start kissing, but the doorbell rings. He goes to answer it. Claire turns to look at the fridge, and we see a picture of her and her brother, who turns out to be the dude we just saw get killed dun, by the dun, 49er. Dun. Did you catch the names on the refrigerator? Yes, because also on the fridge are two post-it notes that read, Call Flash and Call Breeze. And based on those nicknames alone, I already hate these fucking people and want them to die. <laughs> so the handwriting was all fucked up, and I like I paused it. I was like... What, who the fuck is Belize? What is that? It's like, oh, that's an R. 
<laughs> Breeze. Alita's just like, and you're flash. a fucking dipshit, dude. <laughs> like, these are not like, not called Carl. John, right. Paul, Dan. It's no, like Carl, Flash, and Breeze. I feel like we're in a Spider Man comic all it of a sudden. Are these American <laughs> gladiators? Or... <laughs> Gladiator Cold <Cult> Nitro. <laughs> Ice <laughs> Lace. Laser. Laser. Gemini needs her five dollars back. <laughs> so the boyfriend comes in, comes back with a small package for Claire, and tells it's from her. It's from Jay, which I guess is short for Jared. So now I have no fucking clue as to what the boyfriend's name is. His name's Bungus. Yeah, That's it might as well. Uh, and yeah, they don't say his name until like halfway through the fucking. And movie. even then, I'm like, I'm not. Even, yeah, I think I'm, I think I know. I'm too out of it to yeah, give a I fuck. Just, so, I, so his name is Nick, but oh, it's Nick. Okay. for like for like thirty nope, minutes in the Bungus. movie, I'm just calling him porno boyfriend because he just looks like he like did yeah porn I, I think i have some nickname 2000s. for him too and here somewhere yeah else. this is the guy the audio shirt right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just like 2000s boy All so right. <laughs> she opens up the box and finds a folded up map with a tiny piece of gold she looks at her boy toy nick i guess whoever <laughs> fucking call him and says want to go on a camping trip <laughs> there be gold in that map <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we now we cut to Axel and his girlfriend driving in the car while bickering back and forth. Yeah, so now, new characters here. New yeah. characters. Now again, these two yeah. look. The, everybody in this movie is, in this movie is supposed to be in their twenties or something, but these two fucks are so much older than everybody else. It's just laughable. Especially the gal. Especially the gal. Now I will say, Jeez. Axel looks like he's clearly in his like late twenties or thirties somewhere, but his girl. Looks like she's like in her early forties, but she's a girl who's in her early forties who keeps it tight. Yes, she is she, probably the best looking girl in this movie, and she's by far like she's like twenty years older than everybody. She still <laughs> smokes Reds, but she does P ninety X like every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Um, right, she's having she's having hard beer and then a salad. Like, yeah, that is, that yeah. Is the diet. She's like, give me a Bud Heavy and a light salad, <laughs> and doing yeah. Pilates later in there. So, like she's she keeps it tight. Um, anyway. So she has to pee. She makes him find a place to pull over. This takes us to the old rundown looking building. Uh, they get out. They meet old man Pritchard, who turns out to be our resident doomsayer for this movie. That's exactly what he is. Uh, she, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this this scene. She goes off to pee and in uh, in a brand new but backed up porta potty that Pritchard just bought. Uh, don't, so they don't have any indoor plumbing here, which is important that they actually even like write that dialogue. This. Oh, I got the new porta potty in the back. You don't have to piss up by the no. bush. Yeah. <laughs> that was somebody trying real hard. Like, this is going to look fucking hilarious on paper. They're talking about pooping outside. <laughs> Dude, real talk. Why didn't that chick just fucking stop the car? Let me get out. I'm going to piss. Not in the on woods. the side of the well, car. Well, yeah. they did mention that because she's, she's like, like, she's like, it's disgusting. It's so gross out They here. have like a long ass fight. It's they like ride to that house about where she's going to piss. It's All like five minutes fight. long. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, you're from Jersey. Everything you do is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to uh, any Jersey listeners. Uh, but you're fuck scum. Jersey. Yeah, but you're scum and you know it. Uh, uh, I think we just alienated the fans. So I think in the last month we've alienated Boston and Jersey. Yes. Let's just try to get the you complete and, Northeast. You and That's Boston hard. Boston that has it coming. Hilarious. You did go pretty hard in Boston. Yeah, fuck him anyway. I came to bring the pain, as Ooh. another man would say, to Boston. Ooh, <laughs> Which, by the Don't way, so I know uh, on Hulu, if you guys, the new Wu Tang docuseries thing is on Hulu now. I'm fucking pumped. I've watched it the first so episode, good. watched it. I, it's yeah, enjoyable. I so just dig out Wu Tang. Just makes you feel an old. American saga. On, oh, right here, we're having an East Coast West Coast conversation. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> <It was fucking laughs> great. Fun fact: Hasbro, the fucking toy company, 
bought Death Row Records. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shug right? Knight needed that money, man. I'm Prison saying. So, like, you can have your fucking Shug Knight versus fucking Daredevil 2-pack that you never know you want. <laughs> Shug, if you're listening, I apologize. Uh, we love you. you uh, yeah. Don't hang please. me on please the balcony. He's still in jail, right? Yeah. Don't, don't hang all of us off the balcony at the same fucking time. Uh, just don't. There. One I'm off keeping control this one. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Um, so, she goes off to pee in the porta potty uh, while she's gone, Axel and Pritchard, they, they start a conversation. Axel mentions they're heading up to the old mines. And here comes Pritchard, becomes a doomsday. He's like, Warm, don't go up there. The ghost of the 49er will skin them all alive. You're dodge, death, doom, it's cursed, blah, blah, blah. That old song and dance. He then shifts into storyteller mode and gives a brief history lesson on, uh, on Jeremiah Stone, the 49er. I will say that Pritchard is pretty good in this scene, and I, I did like his performance. Again, Quality actor they yeah. got for this guy, not the dumb fucks that they that, have playing the main cast. That dude's solid, like in everything. Yeah, Richard Lynch much. is is, is yeah. good. He is yeah. really fantastic. Yeah. He's really good in this part. I, I enjoy his, his character. Uh, he then shows Axel an old wanted poster <clears throat> featuring Jeremiah Stone that's supposed to be way back in like the 1800s. It's like weathered, weathered. It's got a little few holes and it. it's rolled like up like a, a scroll. Yeah. yeah, like the prop master went out of his way to make it look right. authentic. I'm yeah. doing air parentheses. I love yeah. the backstory <laughs> that he gives on it, and he's like. This is a family heirloom, but he like keeps it in a bucket on his porch. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you don't? No, I spit my spit my beer out on that one. But yeah, that's uh, where I keep all my precious uh, items. This, is this my has been handed down from generation to generation, my fam. I want to so, jump in here real quick. Yeah. When they roll up, it's like this is private property. It's like. No, there's no signs, and your shit looks like a fucking Cracker Barrel, dude. With all the <laughs> it does shit. look like a Cracker there's Barrel. There's a giant two-man saw and fucking wagon wheel. I did like the line about talking about, like, hey, this private property. Like, do you see a sign? You're like, no. there's no sign. Like, oh, like, shit, better put, yeah. I should put up a sign. You have, pri- you have price guy. tags on your rocking chairs. <laughs> that, why do you have giant checkers on your fucking front porch, I just porch, saw dude? a waitress go by with some biscuits and gravy. Don't tell me that I'm not at a Cracker yeah. Barrel. You can check out a bunch of audiobooks yeah. right there, too, I mean, for the road. But uh, that shitter's no bueno. Yeah, uh... So Axel offers to buy the poster from Pritchard for ten bucks. Pritchard tells him it's been his fan for generations. So Axel ups his price to a whopping forty dollars. Holy shit! For a family heirloom, Pritchard agrees, sells him the poster as Axel's girlfriend comes back. Uh, Pritchard gives him some directions to where they're going, shakes Axel's hand, wishes them well. Axel's girlfriend get back in their car, drive off. That whole time too, like they're having that conversation. You're getting the backstory, and she's still just taking a piss. L- long piss. She really had to go. The longest fucking pee in film history had to be. <laughs> oh, with with that caveat added by the shortest piss in history, because when we went back to that original guy uh, who went when you were complaining about the door, oh being the open, brother, that yeah. piss took about a whole three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Who's holding the fucking stopwatch like it's twenty four? Like piss count, go mm. <laughs> me, <laughs> and also me apparently. Uh, so. <laughs> We're golden, boys. Uh, Wolf. The camera stays on Pritchard as he goes inside the house, and we see dozens of these wanted posters hanging on the wall while a printer prints out more of them. And I have to say, like, I kind of love this, and I thought this was a funny thing. Like, oh, I got a good chuckle out of that. That's yeah. funny. That's, yeah. that's a good. But it makes me think, how many people just happen to wander onto his property where he can, one, spin a long yarn and sell these several apparently well, enough that, they're, that they got a scam going and if you think about it, like if this is like a thing like okay it's like in this world okay there's a curse of the 49er haunted area you know people want to go see that shit I guess ghost right. hunters 
people want like, oh, there was Mercer. I want to go see that site. You know, people are gonna go. You get tourists there. Apparently, the road just ends at his property yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, town is five private. miles back that way. <laughs> private property. Private property with no sign. Uh, he sits down at a table, pulls out a mason jar filled with moonshine, gulps some down. This is after he calls his buddy and brags about selling yeah. fake wanted yeah. posters. Wait to suck at selling posters? <laughs> uh, he cheers the fake Jeremiah Stone wanted posters that are hanging up uh, to the age, like to get weathered and age a bit. And that's when we see the 49er enter behind from out of nowhere, walks up to behind Pritchard, who turns around just in time to see the pickaxe come slashing down at him. The camera cuts to a shot. Of one of the wanted posters that gets sprayed with a little bit of blood. Again, oh, yeah. the blood budget non-existent in this movie. Off-screen another kill. Another off-screen, off-screen and this kill. Is, this is like your first like full like view of the killer. You mean and the I'm looking killer? at it and I was like, this guy looks familiar. He's dressed like the Undertaker. God damn it! Cincinnati, <laughs> Jeff! <laughs> Fucking stole his thunder, dog. Fucking A! Got to it first, huh? I was I was p- playing with fire. Like, I knew I was. Like, somebody's gonna get it. But my very next line, I shit you not. Before, it's, right here. It's even the in guy, my notes, too. The guy looks like Homeless Undertaker. <laughs> Fucking A. Why? He does. When he did his, like, biker persona or the cowboy from hell or whatever. Like, he just... I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. You just got to it first. Well, I'm going to get this joke out for somebody fucking steals it. But uh, when you see him the first time, it's like, is it the ghost of the 49er? Zoinks! And I'm done. And see. All right. So... You know what's funny? joke. God wrote it, but... You know what's funny? Never made the connection. Really? Never. <laughs> what? Zoom. I thought I, I figured I with your notes and you, I was like, one. I, I I hope I can get this before somebody else's because I just, I fucking have a feeling somebody's gonna. I thought you were gonna get it right at the beginning when he picks up the hat and like, oh, here it comes. I'm gonna beat me to my jug. You just is- don't get that full view, but when he does and he kills old man Pritchard, I'm like, and he's standing in like the doorway and the sunshine and you get that silhouette. And I'm like, oh my god, like. It's homeless Undertaker. Yeah, the it, big brimmed hat, the long trench coat. Is Paul Bearer going to come out with God the damn it, you son of a bitch. I was going to make that fucking joke. <laughs> That's still my Oh, this, 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 this episode is a fucking mess. <laughs> You're fucking fired. Get out of here, you piece of shit. So anyway, homeless. we see Homeless Undertaker now. We Next, we jump to two more of our main slasher fodder, Hayden and Roxanne, who are banging in Haddon's beat-up Camaro. Ugh, they get interrupted by the main girl's boyfriend calling them on a walkie-talkie, wanting to know where they are. Hayden and Roxanne, basically, in almost every scene these guys are in, they're, they just end up banging. That's all they do in this movie is bang. Is this yeah. the couple fucking in the car and the yeah. chick has a bra on? Yeah. I fucking hate that. More than anything, chicks in movies like, ooh, let's fuck. Keep a bra on. Keep your bra on. Keep and whip them titties out or yes. keep your fucking shirt on. There's no in-between. Yes, I, I, I'm right there with you because we never see... Any of her boobies. Dang, you know, she nabbit. seems to have, like, nice tits and never see it. And she's always just, yeah, same thing. Like, I'm going to take everything off except keep a bra on because I'm classy. Fuck you. This yeah. scene pissed me off so much that later on, when you kind of get a little bit, I even, like, earmarked it. I'm like, oh, cut to the time. 51 <laughs> minutes in, I'm like, kind of side boob. Yeah, Finally. You, you get, yeah, that's basically all you get. You get some bare ass you see, and some you side You see part of her on. butthole and half a side boob chunk. <laughs> Uh, so, which is why I watch these movies. I yeah. always have sex with a bra on, by the way. That's how I do it? Can I get that back? Um, so basically, yeah, Hayden and Roxanne, all they do is bang every time they're on screen. That's all they do. But it's, it's shitty, and you don't see anything, so yeah, it's a waste. It you just, see bras, it just, it, yeah. If you, I guess you're bra fetish. This is movie for you. Oh. These are some horny ass forty something twenty year olds. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I gotta jump back real quick, and I noticed this. 
because this is relevant later on uh when he kills old man pritchard he like takes the ring off the finger he takes his whole fucking finger he has a brand new honky fucking finger on his corpse ass body because that thing that's gonna happen later <laughs> that's called foreshadowing i didn't even watch this movie three times <laughs> uh Okay, jump in, we jump to a short scene where all of our main characters finally meet up uh, and then convoy together to like this old, like, Wild West-looking ghost town. Um, Some Six Flags-looking shit. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like, like where, where Very backlot. Where you see the stunt show. Yeah, stunt, <laughs> yeah. Right? stunt show. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a stunt show Like town. Clark yeah. Griswold is going to get fucking blown away for dogging on the bartender or whatever. And by the time you get to the end of the movie, you're like, they clearly shot this area from every angle they possibly could to oh, try yeah. to make it quote different, different yeah. and maximize <laughs> pretty exactly. sure that's the place they shot Pumpkinhead um, moving on so they all get out of their cars they look around Axel immediately somehow loses his watch with that his girlfriend's mother gave him which pisses off his 42 year old girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> at this point everyone kind of seems to go their own way they just kind of split up and she just won't let the fucking watch thing go no. she's just yamming on him he's like but I hear five seconds. But I don't. I'll, I'm going to try to get to her later. But I I don't blame the girl. I don't blame the 40 year old, the hot 40 year old. <laughs> Axel I looks don't. like greasy shimp. Well, it's because <laughs> she's missing out spin class. Yeah. To go search for gold. <laughs> Some fucking hot yoga. Um, main girl and her boy toy go off together while Hayden and Roxanne go in a different direction. Axel's pissed off girlfriend goes off by herself to take pictures. Because I guess she's also an artsy photographer. Yeah, that came out of left field. Yeah, well, she's all, she's all, she's, she, all, all we know about her is she takes super long pisses and she likes to bitch. Yep. That chick, <laughs> that chick went veer, uh, zero to fucking Jersey in like five seconds and, flat. And then she goes on on uh, Ansel Adams like photography retreat. Yep. She's like taking photos <laughs> everywhere. Like, and she she comes up to any sort of like a building and takes twenty pictures and just does crazy angles all yeah. over the place. Like she's like leaning down. Yeah, and she's sh- never held a camera in her it's life. Like, Watch out, Sam Raimi. Uh, so bitch got we cut covered. to Roxanne wandering around an old barn looking for Hayden. He grabs her from behind, scaring her, and the two of them end up banging in the hay. What did he fucking do? Wah, wah. Who cares? Meanwhile, our main girl and her boyfriend are also And off. they just got done fucking. Yeah, like, this dude has crazy stamina. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> kind of am too. has to be beat up. <laughs> well, keep like, my guys. Felix the cat's fucking when, back. You know, when, when you're in 20, you're able, to get, you know, you're able to lock and load a lot faster now than you are in your, you know, 39, 40. This guy's clearly 39, 40. Oh, he is, yeah. But, I mean, they're supposed to be in their 20s. I was too busy debating cartoons with this idiot to actually have sex. So I'm not quite sure what that's like. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, like I said, um, our main girl and her boyfriend, are they want to reenact a porn scene of the cop and the slutty prisoner in the old sheriff's station. So they start going at it. Axel's, you know, 40-year-old girlfriend heads off into the old saloon uh, to take more pictures. And then we see a barefooted girl walk up to Alex, who's on his hands and knees looking for the watch in the dirt. The camera pans up her legs, and we see she's holding the watch. She introduces herself as Eve, and Axel immediately starts to flirt with her. I don't mean to upset anybody, but like some stereotypes are true, and this is your classic hot inbred chick. <laughs> she knows what her dad's dick tastes right. like. <laughs> 
dad flavor. And somehow got all the good Y chromosomes. Did apparently. I miss the fucking part where they do like the pop country fucking music video montage? Was that her old photo gallery thing? Not yet. Because I only want. Oh, I've said too much. Um, but it doesn't fucking matter. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, Brandon. We love this movie. Uh, we then jump back to the girl in, in the saloon taking the picture. She hears some glass breaking, gets spooked, and glances around. And then starts screaming bloody fucking murder. Like she's being ripped open. Like gr- drawn and quartered or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah. And her screams echo throughout the ghost town, causing all the sexual shenanigans to come <laughs> to a screeching halt. Cock block. Everyone runs into the saloon to find Axel's girl cowering, cowering in a corner, screaming in terror from a group of pigeons Some that fly out from behind the bar. John Woo pigeons coming up from <laughs> over the fucking... <laughs> I decided from the get-go that I knew I hated her because I've just, like, uh, dated a girl like this before. But then as soon as the birds fly out, she's like, Pinch-a-fo? the flapping of the wings scared me. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for you to die. I mean, I <laughs> fucking hate birds, but I'm not, like, shit-cowering. Like, right? This is 2002. There hasn't been, like, you know, bird flu yet. You so know what? Like, she, probably, <laughs> she probably saw Birdemic and was like, fuck. Yeah, Birdemic. I mean, birds and Birdemic, man. You watch Birdemic you and you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible movie. Yes, it is. Um, I, 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 with the exception of this overaction, this scene with her in the the, the salon, saloon, I feel bad for the girl. I do. Yeah, because you know talk, what happens. We, 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 we're going to yeah. talk about this coming up. I feel but bad for her parents. After she calms down, I feel bad for Axel. She sees Axel. <laughs> I, fuck Axel. Holding <laughs> Eve's hand. Axel walks in, yeah. holding Eve's hand, and gives Eve, and and, and, and uh, so she, uh, the forty year old, gives Eve the death stare because she's holding hands with her boyfriend. Axel quickly, quickly lets go of Eve's hand. Eve asks him if they are from the city, saying, uh, we don't get many people for, people up around here, and asks them where they're going. But before anyone can answer, in comes the local sheriff asking the same question. Did you catch his name? Sheriff I know. Murphy. Sheriff he Murphy, straight okay. up says, Murphy's Lil. I'm yeah, like, right. Right. Yeah. get the fuck out of here with that writing. Dude. Uh, <laughs> our main girl starts to pull out a piece of gold from her jacket and tell the sheriff their plans, but her boyfriend stops her. Tells the sheriff that that they are just going camping, and then hands Axel's girlfriend the gold behind his yeah, back. Yeah, so so he he snags it from her, and he's like, maybe she'll he'll search me. I better hand it the forty year old red smoking pissed off lady who's this close to leaving. Here, you take it. Well, well I don't understand this. Either. It's not like it's crack. It's, like, it's not like yeah. it's crack rock. Holy shit! Don't let the sheriff catch me with this. Apparently, having like, gold who, on you is illegal in this county. Apparently, like, why would you not say, "Oh yeah, we found this. We want to see if we can find any more." Like that's. That's not illegal. That's perfect. Oh, hey, good luck to you. Yeah. You know, best of luck. Whatever. Good you, for you. You found gold in these here. What do you think the going to whip out his like his old Dillinger? Like fucking give me, like mug him at their gunpoint. Give me that. Give me that like, two ounce rock of give gold. Give me that two hundred dollars worth of gold. You got you six know. shots. There's six of us. Don't miss, sheriff. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, gonna end up in a cavity search. That's that's. I mean, you're gonna it, do your own. I don't understand kit. this. Like the whole point of like, oh, don't tell him why we're here. And can we talk about Axel running up there? While he's holding Eve's hand, yeah, and then while he's holding her hand, the the forty year old goes into the longest explanation of why she got scared and why she screamed. And you think common sense would be like, oh, she hasn't seen yet. Let go of that fucking hand. <laughs> but no, they show him holding that hand the whole time they're talking, the whole time other people are talking, and then he holds up his hand and hers, and hers. saying, look, I got my watch. Yep, you holding know, they're her just hand. really trying to beat you about the head and shoulders that is with some... the fact that he's fucking holding this lady's hand. Yes. That is God damn, there's fucking... no subtlety whatsoever. No. NYU film writing right there. <laughs> hey, man, this guy has to compete with Hayden, who's clearly a sex machine. Yeah. He's just trying to get in where you fit in, okay? He, did, fig- he did land the uh, inbred 19-year-old. <laughs> I figured so, it out. Eve, Axel looks like 
the fucking hitchhiker from Chainsaw Massacre, but dumber. <laughs> he kind of does. Well, there, there, actually, yeah, if you don't know, was this long, he's got like long, short length, kind of greasy looking hair. He's, he's brown, kind of withered. Like, like shitty goatee. Yeah, shitty goatee. Um, he looks like a fucking, he looks like a singer or some, some shitty grunge band, really. Like, I think that to me, from the early like thousands. Yeah. Like, just holding on to that grunge era look to me. That's how I like name him until you get to his name, which is, doesn't happen until after you meet him. I'm like greasy grunge guy. Yeah. Like, just... uh, so Eve offers to show them a good camping spot while smiling at Axel, like being like, "Hey, honey, like, hey, let me smile you." Um, seeing this angers Axel's girlfriend some more. No, no, no shit. No shit. The sheriff suggests they only take one car for some reason that I can't remember, and to avoid the old mine shaft. So whatever. Uh, he also tells Eve to keep an eye on them, then takes his leave, drives away. Axel gets pulled aside by his angry fucking girlfriend who lays into him for flirting with Eve, and right, right in front of her, by yeah. the way. She calls him an asshole and says she's out of here, and then storms off, ramming her shoulder into Eve as she passes. That was hard as fuck. That was a hard shoulder. That was like a like, oh, casual so spear. You kind of have the idea that they've been together for years, yeah. considering mom has been buying him exactly. watches and stuff. Labels disabled. She's, she's, she basically gives him one last chance, saying... You got anything to say? He's like, uh, drive safe. Yeah. And Ooh, I'm like, burn. And so she takes Axel's car. <laughs> I'm like, what a dick. Drives off laughing as she realizes that she has the chunk of gold that they gave her. So she's I like, got the $200 of the gold. Like, I'm out of here, Did you fucker. see that fucking watch? That probably costs way more than that shit. Right? <laughs> so, On my way out the door, I'm just going to casually this commit point, like, assault. <laughs> I, they're trying to make it out like she's the bad guy? Yeah, like, she's not the bad guy. She, I, I mean, feel bad for like, Axel's a fucking douche nozzle in this yeah. movie. Like, what the fuck, man? Who she, does that? She's Jersey garbage, but that dude's a fucking dipshit. Yeah, yeah. like, I, Jesus, that, that's horrible. Nobody's and, a winner. And I don't <laughs> understand like, how they're trying to, like, anybody would come up like, we're, I don't understand why they're trying to make her out to be the irrational, you know, hot-headed, like, bad guy in this situation, because she's the victim here. Right. She has every right to be pissed off. And if I was, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, Fuck you too. I'm out of here. I feel like we're painting Axel in, in like a bad light here, but like if you've ever been in a relationship with crazy, like I'm, I'm vying for Axel and be like, dude, you're just doing anything you can to get out of it. Then just break up with her. Like don't like this. If you're, not- this is the kind of girl that's gonna call you after you break up six hours. It's like if you don't come over here, I'm going to slit my wrist. That's how I have your cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your garbage cans and your dog disappear in the same night, kind of shit. <laughs> that sounds. It's very personal. Like, you're speaking Sounds like this one has happened before. We, do we need to take a break from here and go into a therapy session? Do we I, feel, I feel better just getting it out. Don't be right, dog. But I was, I, so what I love about that scene is like she takes off. No one chases after no her. One because this no. is standard operating procedure for this bitch. Chase it me. is very clear that they have dealt with this before. And like, like, ah, she'll get over. Oh, no, don't go. Oh, yeah. Please. Uh, no, they're probably excited that mom's gone. Now they can actually drink the beers. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka that shit. No, please don't. Uh, although, like, they are all 40 anyway. But, yeah, I forget. Uh, she speeds down the old dirt roads while trying to light a cigarette. The old 49er... Leaps out onto the road from out of fucking nowhere. Smoke that fucking dude in your exactly demolition she, derby piece of shit car. She swears. I love the this car too. Look like because yeah. it's like all cars. fucked up on one side. Yeah. So <laughs> she. To be fair, they wreck it. So I think I know why they fucking bought it. Yeah. So. She swears trying not to hit him and crashes into a tree. And unlike some of the car crashes we've seen lately, this one's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Like, it hits the tree hard. Like it, it's a it, good one. It's definitely a. They crashed that fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the 49er grabs her by the neck, pulls her out of the car, drags her away by her hair. Did anyone else have this problem? Because I had to rewind it a couple of times. But when they're when the 49er is dragging her away, the camera loses focus. No, like that's crazy. clever editing. That's and that I'm like, I'm like, that. oh my god, did like my internet fuck up while I'm streaming this? No, but no, it's like really up. bad. Like I missed it. Focus. I didn't I see that it, part. Yeah. It's just it's the scene is only lasts like two seconds. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? But no, it's just really bad Weird. camera shots. I, I missed it. It's where uh, the cinematographer like, oh, let's be edgy. <laughs> so we cut Sorry. to a uh, then we just cut to a shot of the sun setting over the mountains, and then right back to the 49er who is now holding. Uh, the girl, angry girlfriend's severed head, which is still like blinking too. Oh yes, you know how they did that. This is the the beheading scene. Yeah, well, right, holding that bit, severed head. So yeah. you can clearly see that he's standing very, yeah. very bow legged, and she is obviously kneeling down between the actor's legs, and they hold, they put the coat around her head, and, and she's going. <laughs> it's it's pretty. I kind of like it. It's like <laughs> that gag from Reanimator, except nowhere is good or cool. It's I kind of like it. You can tell it's very shitty practical effects, but they went for it. It's like something you would see in your neighborhood, like that cool house <laughs> at Halloween where you can come in and like walk through the house and be like, and here we have a severed head and a guy standing there, and obviously there's a trench coat around her head, and she's going, eh. it's pretty bad. But in a good way. <laughs> and, and now you're on kill three at this point, and yeah. all three have been off screen. Now, you, granted, you are getting the severed head effect. But Pseudo effect. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it's technically off screen, but still, it's the best so one far, so, so far. Good. It's yeah. the best one so far. At this point, I decided so there's like, slow progress. You know. I'm like, all the budget has been spent on, on Hayden's eye rock here, because <laughs> that's about it. Uh, so we cut to the rest of the group all piled up in our main girl's boyfriend's SUV. They come to a stop, get out in the middle of the, no, like in the wilderness, out in the middle of nowhere. Eve warns them that she's heard stories about this area and that they shouldn't be here. Axel tells her not to worry and then starts asking about Eve's past. We learn that she lives with her Aunt Nellie and has no boyfriend because that's important information, apparently. Sure. They come to the cabin and we see the man. We, they come to the cabin that we saw in the beginning where the, the, the brother get, gets killed uh, and his Jeep's parked out in front of it. Eve's still all scared. Axel tells her, don't be scared. He'll protect you to what she says. But who will protect you? Really hamming up the whole <laughs> cursed land <laughs> bullshit. Fart noises. Are I love good. that Like Axel also like at this point claims that he's going to nail Eve yes. to Hayden. And like again, no one is like, but where's your girlfriend? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Uh, no one cares that she's no one cares. Yeah, that is the point. Nobody cares that she left. Uh, they all go inside, find a trash and abandoned. Uh, they find the brother's backpack. Inside that, they find what the uh, the other half of the map that he mailed to his sister. They freak out right here. Yes. And they only look for him for like 10 seconds and decide that that is long enough because the dude takes the shortest peas in history <laughs> to be like, he's gone. He is no longer on this earth. We have to find him. So, what? and again, they have, they put the two maps together. Yeah, but here's, okay. He never comes back. Yeah, the, so main girl, I think it's Claire. I don't fucking know is worried and suggests that they call the sheriff because why would Jared go anywhere without the map? Which she says that, and I had something like, that doesn't make any fucking sense because he doesn't have the map. He mailed half right. the map to you. Yeah. So why would you say, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He's not going, there's no map. And it's not like he even had, yeah, he didn't even have the whole map in the first place to go anywhere to follow it. Wasn't that a major plot point in the last Star Wars movie? <laughs> right? Uh, Hayden says that he bets Jared 
Which okay, so now the brother's name's Jared, so it's not Boy Toy as we as we, <laughs> as we determined earlier. Is just waiting for them at, at the location marked on the map. E freaks out saying that they're just like the others searching for the fool's gold, except that they, they never came back and neither will they. She she shouts that and like they're all gonna die. You she you have to leave. Get out of here. Blah blah blah. She runs out of the cabin off into the wilderness. Yeah, she becomes the doomsayer. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're just like all the rest. How could you? I thought you were different. I thought you were different. And I thought she, you were going to marry me and make me Oswald, but you're just here from that fool's gold. Ah. Her, her barefoot ass goes running back into the woods. Yep. And no, she actually goes, come on. I g- g- and then she's, she's just gone. And then Hayden gives Axel some shit for losing two girls now. Which... Right? This is where I really start feeling for Axel. <laughs> Because this from personal yeah. experience as well. He's now t- chased off two snatches, and he's tugging his own dick tonight. <laughs> we fade to black. Time passes. Fade in on a montage of the group hiking through the wilderness, trying to follow the map. Oh. And this is the longest sunset ever, by the way. Because keep in mind, we had the sunset shot right before his severed head. And this is like hours later now, and it's still... It's aurora, sunsetting. Aurora Borealis. Or yeah, it's just, like, it's, never it's, ending sunset. This montage, they just go for comic relief and like, let's go that way. Whoop, we gotta go back the other. Wacka, wacka, wacka. And what is up with the music at this point? It's like this really bad montage with like music <clears throat> from like a really horrible like Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. It's very upbeat. Yeah, but but kind of like butt rocky too. Yeah, like up, up, upbeat rock. It's a, upbeat, about the worst choice you could make for this. Upbeat to early two thousands rock. <laughs> yeah, it fits right, right in. I checked it, it out does. at this point, so like I, I don't <laughs> like you. My notes are useless. You could have cued Easy E and like had that playing in the background, and it would have made as much fucking sense as the music right. they did choose. It's During bad. this time, though, we do learn that Axel lied about his time in the army, which he had been a thing. Apparently. Yeah, what was up with that? And <sighs> we finally learned. This is where my notes that we finally learned. Main girl's boyfriend's name is Nick. Not Jared. So that's where I have it in my notes. Jared was the brother? Jared's the brother, I ah. guess. So the group finds the quote-unquote hidden area on the map, which is just an old door that leads to an underground tunnel. It's uh, not, even, not very hidden. It's no. just, it's just there in the hill. middle of nowhere. And yeah. I like how like the guys are giving Axel shit. He's like, well, I was in the mailroom in, in the army. And then, the like, the baddest mailroom. And the two chicks just... Here it is, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically they found the Shire. It's bagging. It's a door on the side of a hill. It's all it is. It's not hidden. It's just a door in a hillside. Dropping some low tour up in this bitch. <laughs> so uh, they make their way down the tunnel, bickering, making bad, immature jokes the whole time. It's so funny. Give me your yeah. ass out of my face. <laughs> I mean, it's a small area, dude. Hold that shit in for a second. <laughs> the tunnel opens up into a decent-sized room filled with One-Eyed Willie's treasure. No shit. <laughs> seriously, this is seriously, this is fucking stupid. There's no fucking way that this gold stash, which would have probably be worth millions, would have gone undiscovered this long, and not a single person found this very, very loosely hidden treasure room. For like, but they had these dumbasses find it with the ease, with ease after like a casual just, joy hike just, on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it's, it's, but it's like the balloons and necklaces and crowns. Did dude and buy like, a fucking coin at one point? What I really treasure, man. That, it's, that it's, it's, it's doesn't really 
fit the motif of a 49er who's literally chopping, chopping gold, gold out of the yeah, earth. Yeah, it's not like gold chunks and gold bars. Gold it's chunks, like, yes, actual, like, maybe gold bars. Antiquities. And, you guys ever and, been mining? Because you strike that wall, coins. jewels come out. Yes, right. They jewels come out fully and, like, formed preset jewels. Preset rings. And, and golden vases just come out of the rock. And, yeah, it's, like it's all chicken there. That, oh, like <laughs> Castlevania, there's fucking ham in the wall or whatever. <laughs> shit. Roast. Is, wall roast. This is but, setting a bad precedent for children watching this to say, oh, this is how easy it is to find fucking gold. Just open any door like, inside a hill, yeah. and there it is. There it Fuck is. Fuck being a SoundCloud rapper. I'm going to attack this wall, and some meat and jewels are going to come at me. Oh, how disappointed they'll be. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it just angered me. So, like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, so, anyway, we cut back to Eve, who is back at her at Nellie's shack in the woods. Or, not even the woods, like, kind of desert. Uh, Eve is telling her about the new people she met and is wanting to help them. But Aunt Nellie says that greed, one of the seven deadly sins, is what leads these people, and because of that, no one can help them. And this is where we see Karen Black, right? Yes, yeah, Karen Black. I love yeah. Karen Black in general, especially this movie. She's fucking bad shit. I have a very personal question for you guys. In the day, Karen Black, hot or fucking whack? I'd say hot. Dude, I don't know. Like, something about that head. She kind of has, like, that Eric Stoltz potato head mask thing going on, but then, like, sometimes she looks good, and then, like, and it's a life. I can't weigh on this one. I haven't seen enough of young Karen Black who really uh, pull a visual. Trilogy of Chair, just watch yes, it. And trilogy you're just like, of Chair. There are s- several chairs, like three of them. Did I say chair? You said chair. I'm going to slap you later. <laughs> Fucking but run I, over your foot. I like Karen Black. And I got to say something about Karen Black in this scene, though. Because this is uh, Aunt Nellie. She's Aunt an Nellie. 11. Who, who never comes to town, and she doesn't even have a phone. She has no electricity. She's she's very cool pooping outside. But she, yeah, she is looking. <laughs> she she also has her cheeks done, and her eyes are done, and her lips are done. Like when I say done, I mean plastic surgery. And she's got the bandaid underneath the eye on the cheek, and she's like Nelly. She's rolling with the country grammar, the EI. She's had a lot of work done. The titty job. She's, she's in the St. Lunatics. The St. Lunatics out back. You know, they're, they're <laughs> you got fucking dude with the, the rhinestone Jason mask. Just like, yeah, drop that bar. But I'm just uh. saying, for for a country lady who never sees reality and never grammar. sees technology, she has a she's had a lot of plastic surgery done. <laughs> no, she did it herself. Just jamming bacon up under that band Well, she's doing a great job. <laughs> um, not wanting to believe... That these people are doomed. Eve says she has to try to help him. She rushes. She runs back out of the house now back to try to get back to the group to help them out or do whatever. Which takes us back to our main group, hauling all the gold out of the tunnel in their hiking backpacks. Hayden wants to go back for more, but the others say it's getting late and they need to, need to uh, get back to the campsite before dark and they'll come back for the rest of the morning. We go back to Crazy Aunt Nelly. E.I. E-I. Running, up some, uh, running up to some guy's house. Shit every time. <laughs> Uh, screaming at the top of her lungs, Caleb, Caleb Brown! She bangs on the door, demanding that he opens up, and a pretty blonde girl opens the door, saying that, oh, it's the crazy lady from down by the lake. Up comes Crease. Why you know what's going on? I like how you call him Crease. <laughs> Crease. He's Crease. Uh, Nellie begs Crease to help her find Eve, who ran off <laughs> with the city kids. Now, Crease and the pretty blonde are pretty much bl- just blowing her off at this point and ignoring her. Ignoring her, please, until Nellie mentions that Eve is going up to Stone Hollow. That catches their attention, and a look of dread and worry washes over their faces. Crease tells her to come inside, and he'll make a phone call. That's it. Never to be seen again. The scene is very pointless. Very pointless. And you, I mean, why even include? Oh, I guess we got Martin Cole. We got to put him in summer. Let's give him this scene. 
And I'm like, when this scene happens, like, oh, fuck, all right, here's Kreese, Martin Cove, this is, this is like a, the, their big get, I right. guess, for this movie. And I think, okay, is this going to be like the, the, the Donald, uh, not the Sam Loomis, is he going to be the Tommy Jarvis of this movie? Is he going to be the guy who's like, all right, I'll go, I'm going to go, I'll go hunt him down, I'll take on that 49 before. I'm going to save him. No, he's just her. the neighbor with the phone. He's just <laughs> the neighbor with the phone who bangs hot 20-something years old. like, he's just the drunk dude that's fucking his daughter, niece. And, but at the same time, I loved him in this, it, it's like a two-minute scene. And he stole the show. Him and Richard Lynch, I think, had the best. I, I love this character. He's like, whatever, crazy. Now, like, just let me get back to banging my hottie over here, <laughs> drinking beers, and like, that's all he does: drinks and bang. He's like, yeah, he's got it. That's, that's the all life. He does. You get nothing on this Caleb character. So I like invented a backstory for him. I'm like, it's actually John Kreese, <laughs> and he's just hiding out because. You know, the Cobra Kai dojo failed, and he's, like, upset about oh his bad business and his failures. <laughs> and so he's just here banging 20-year-olds and fucking just getting He hammered. went off the grid. Right? Yeah. He went off yeah. the grid. He's drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, This is after girls. Karate Kid Part 2, but before Karate Kid Part 3. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, if you rearrange the letters of Caleb Brown, it spells John Kreese. So. <laughs> Hollywood, get at me. <laughs> no, but anyway, great scene, but pointless. Pointless, pointless. fucking scene. Doesn't matter. Never see... Crease again, or the hot blonde girl who is one of the better looking girls in this movie. Um, he cut back to Eve, who has made it back to the cabin now, where uh, th- where the brother was killed. She goes inside, calling out Axel's name. She finds the place empty. She looks around as she walks through the cabin, um, seeing no signs of anyone. She then hears a sound, the sounds of, of of like bubbling, boiling pot on the stove. She walks over to it, looks down, and screams at the sight of Jared's severed head. Boiling in the pot, which somehow everybody else missed earlier, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They looked yeah. around the whole camp, but now, but now there's a boiling pot with a head in it he on had, the stove. He had it in the fridge. The miner's a fucking prankster. That's what Well, it they're is. too busy bickering about making two halves of the map equal one and like, oh my God, Jared's backpack that we got him for his 20th birthday. Yeah. If you look closely <laughs> in the scene, the miner is setting that shit up. He's like, really? He's in the background. Just like, oh, you're just, you're <laughs> just letting me do <laughs> this? Uh, this? All right. I ignore him. It's just the caterer. <laughs> I got you. Good fuck. Like no one heard and or smelled this head. Yeah, I like exactly. So, oh. Anyway, so right as as she screams, she gets grabbed around the neck by the 49er. Motherfucker, where the fuck did he come from? Because yep. we just saw it's a one room cabin it was fucking empty, and she you can't see her looking around the whole place. Nobody in sight. Now all of a sudden, bam! He's there, there behind he her, grabs bamf. her by the neck, pop and. and you know, Marshall, he's, he basically pops up like the, the unwanted high school boner right there. And just, bang, here I am. Here I am. Marshall, do you know where he came from? Where? Outside, because everybody leaves the goddamn front door open. <laughs> she did. I going to say, let's not start fucking trying to apply logic to this so movie now. I'm so pissed off. I'm like, uh, is there not air conditioning in these hills? I don't get it. Eric, uh, welcome they were to our probably, world. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to our world. We've been doing this for almost We've, five years. <laughs> another one. So he lifts Eve by the neck off the ground, one-handed, uses a foot to slide a bucket underneath her. So at least he's Courteous clean. As fuck. I guess he wants to keep his gore compartment. I, I think he's kind of OCD. Maybe OCD. Gotta, fuck, gotta that's keep what it tight. It is. Is a germaphobe or something. Uh, he uses the other hand to drive the pickaxe through Eve's sternum. She twitches while. In his grip, like, you know, and her now her gold-infused blood drains out of her is, and into the bucket. What the fuck? I have, what? he has gold in her veins. I'm like, a gold. I'm like, is she a goddamn gold mute? Vein. Gold vein. Yeah, is she a Son fucking mutant? What happens? 
why is her blood glowing with gold? Like, and it kind of looks like lava at one point. Like, it's... I don't know what the fuck at this point. I'm like, what? I'm officially what? furious what? at this movie. <laughs> it just fucking dawned on me. It crept up on me. Gold vein. Vein. Gold blood. I gotta say, I feel kind of bad for Eve. I wish that was the case. Now, it was like, if that was like... if I wish they were like, oh, let's make her vein. Gold vein. Get in I don't think they did. I don't know what fucking happened. Why she got doing gold. their job for them? Why she? I want now. I want to go back to her Eve. Maybe maybe Nelly and Nelly Ei is out there. <laughs> maybe they living in the desert. Fucking melted she, down her gold chains. No, into her veins. Yeah, that's one thing. That's where Nelly gets his chains from. But I'm thinking, <laughs> we're on to maybe you, Nelly. maybe they moved out there because she is immune and they're she, they're hiding from the government. They too are off the grid. And like Nelly, EI, and Crease are, are, are watching each other's back. Like, I'm off the grid, you're off the grid, we'll kind of keep each other's secrets here. Oh, shit. And because yeah, we gotta protect yeah. this mutant girl from the government because they wanna experiment on her because she bleeds gold and they wanna use it for financial gain. Well, why the fuck not, dude? That's. So I want. I think maybe there's another story here that we just don't get. At any point, do they drop Midas in there? No Midas touch, yes. Or it's just a shitty movie. Boom, there we go. No, yeah. <laughs> Back to dr- reality, boys. <laughs> what? No, this is a John Carl Buckler classic, <laughs> sir. What? Is it Buckler? I didn't think there was an L. I thought it was Boucher. Yeah, and Buckler, no, don't Boucher. you. I've seen enough of the Friday the 13th shit. It's, it's Buckler. Buckler. Okay, Buckler. And we know what to do with that last name. Uh, we know everybody. I don't really want to finish this movie. I won't go back to our, our, our hypothetical movie. Can we genuinely talk Nelly about anything else? The- Nelly and, and, and John Freese. Like, 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 they can become like a buddy cop movie now. Going like Outlaws in the Desert. I would watch this. That might be kind of good. I got five on it. Look <laughs> at this shit. She bleeds gold. Why not? This is your fourth kill and finally your first one on screen. On screen. So, yeah. So we of, fade, oh yeah I want to gold one more time real quick. Speaking of gold... John Carl Buckler played the crazy dude. Did you guys see Hatchet? Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. He plays hey, plays the dude that drinks his piss. So boom, golden shower down the throat hole. Another and we're back. So yeah, Eve's dead. We fade away to a shot of a full moon and join our main group at their campsite. Nick is trying to cheer up our main girl Claire. I think her name is. Who at this point we find. Uh, yeah, her name actually is good because we finally hear it like come off something actually see it for the first time in the movie. Uh, she's he's trying to cheer her up and get her mind off of her of her missing brother. And like I said, we're 47, in, 47 minutes into the movie at this point, and we just now hear the name of our main character. That's some <laughs> bad act. That's just bad writing. Bad writing. That's bad writing. Um, so the others are sitting around the campfire eating, talking about what each of them is going to do with their share of the gold. Hayden and Roxanne, they go get up to leave because you know what they're going to go do. Yeah. Axel gets the shits, runs off looking for a place to drop his load. Cut he, to Aiden and Roxanne. Did I, did he I miss just the got part? the bubble guts right I here. was like, did we miss the part where he's eating the fucking nasty-ass dog food, Hormel Chili? Yeah, he's yeah. eating Hormel Chili, and he just he's like, like surprised that he's getting the shits. Well, like, that's I'm the eating worst. liquid diarrhea, and now I have diarrhea. But here's my thing. I, I know it can't do everything in real time, but like, and so many times in these movies, especially with like diarrhea gangs, like they eat it and like, Oh, instantly diarrhea. Nobody gets diarrhea that fucking fast. Oh boy! It's like I eat it two seconds. Out, now let, I got. Let me go to McDonald's. Give well, me five let, minutes. I mean, I, I'll give it to the writer at this point. We've had some clever foreshadowing because writer. clearly Axel has gastronomical problems because he's farting in the mine shaft. Ooh. Okay, I know. I did not. I did not put <laughs> Don't you fucking together. defend this movie? Ooh, <laughs> I do. Dumpster fire. Hey man, I am an Axel fan. Cincinnati <laughs> Jeff coming up with the foreshadowing of the not, farts. I did not piece those together. Yeah, uh, that, you know that writer's not that fucking clever. No. <laughs> he um, went to Julian. So, so Hayden and Roxanne, piece. they're off by themselves. 
Uh, this is where they bang underneath a tree. Uh, Hayden lays up against a tree shirtless while Roxanne dances and does a strip tease for him. With her fucking bra. And this bra is what we're talking about. Yeah, bra. She takes it off, but it's, this is where you get a little bit of side boom and bare ass. That's all you get. They start banging. And she's like sitting some her legs together. So like, I'm splitting hairs. Anyway. <laughs> it's uh, the 5150 mark, and you finally get some side boob. Yeah, side boob. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Claire and Nick are also making out somewhere while talking about how much they love each other. Well, pff, who cares? Everybody's uh, fucking and Axel's everybody's just fucking. pooping. Through and Axel's yeah. shooting pooping. Uh, everybody's got something going in and out of them at some point. <laughs> uh, back to Axel shitting. While he's, while he's shitting, he hears rustling in the woods. Uh, nearby, he calls out a few times, gets no response. He takes off running, he trips, he falls. When he looks back, he starts screaming in terror. Cut back to the others, hearing his screams again, all getting cock- cockblocked again. They run off to find Axel. They find Axel along with the sheriff, who has shown up out of nowhere now and scared Axel by accident. You know, we see more man ass than we see girl ass here. I would like to bring something to everybody's attention. In horror movies, when people are taking shits out in the wood, Nobody wipes their fucking Nobody ass. I have that right here. Nobody ever wipes their runs ass. runs off and trips. No wipes. No, it's like in and every... And diarrhea, too. You know that's just going to be wet in between yeah, the cheeks. Right? That's going to be nasty. It's what my four-year-old calls the hot poops. So <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. I'm a hairy guy. Okay? Beast it's, mode. It's, you got hairy assholes. It's like peanut butter in a shag carpet. Yeah, <laughs> There's no it way is. I'm never wiping. Yeah. It's... Awful. Jason may be sitting behind me, with, right behind me with a chainsaw or, or machine. Like, dude, just let me give, wipe first. Just, just give me a second, just, just homie. I'm still wiping that ass first. Like, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold I'm on. gonna <laughs> fold over this wet wipe and go at it a second time. Yeah. Give I'm me like, a beach towel. This is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> dude. I'm calling foul, Jason, or whoever's killing time me. Time out. This is untoward. Untoward. Yeah. I mean, let it, a man wipe his ass exactly. before he kill. And this is a hearty poop we're talking because Axel is giving himself oh, a pep talk. Yeah, and, and he's, he's got to be like blowing his ass out. And the like, sound effects. It's probably it's, like shitting Frank's Red Hot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, but he's got no problem bro. running off in his only pair of pants, sans wiping. Yep. No, yeah. he stole something yeah. from Jersey Girl, so we're good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the sheriff says he's, you know, he came up here to check on the kids, and that's he's like, hey, I came up to check on it, and then he leaves again. Again, pointless, stupid fucking right. scene that didn't need to be here. I guess this needed to fill a minute or two of time. Uh, in that case, just show some banging. Show some boobs. Yes. Fill that's out boobs. Yes. That's how you probably fill time in a horror movie. Exactly. Boobs. <laughs> Slap them titties this on your This is not screen. a like heavily wooded area. And that these... should be one of those posters where they being cowed, like beer, blah blah blah. It's like <laughs> boobs, filling time since eighteen eighteen or something like that. <laughs> they, they're all fucking in the different I love corners those of this like oh. field, and I'm like, this is not a heavily wooded area. These motherfuckers have to be seeing each other. Yeah, it's, it's not like, that they're going miles away or anything. Like Fifty yards. Do they the give side. a fuck? They're banging in cars. They're banging in barns. Not Hayden. <laughs> that guy's just fucking got stamina out the gate, dude. He is a stallion. I want to find out what he's taking. Because <laughs> he's 40, and if he's got a fucking... Jinko Biloba for memory and some other shit Is it that forgets? blue rhino like, <laughs> boner pills it's, you see at the gas station? He's buying scratchy chicken at like the shit in Wopo and all that. It's like, what the fuck? So, so of the 49er, it. brought to you by Plomox. <laughs> he has a pickaxe jammed up his... Uh, uh, moving on. Hayden, speaking of him, he gets paranoid to the sheriff about the sheriff being here, and he's like, the sheriff's after our gold! He pulls a gun out of his fucking backpack, which apparently he's been the whole time now. So the guy's packing heat, not just in his pants, but in his backpack, too. Hey, this guy is alpha, okay? He is alpha. <laughs> We're all beta chunks. He's got a four-arm <laughs> dick and a big-ass nine. He, dick like a Pringles case. The others are freaking out. Hayden gets even baddier, saying that he, that his friends may also be thinking of offing, like, oh, you're all going to kill me now. You're going to kill me in my sleep and take my gold. 
because that's more gold for you. I ain't trusting any of you fuckers now. I was like, where did this come from? It comes out of nowhere. No build up to this at all. Like, no, we haven't got like a person like he's been like like a weird personality this whole time because all, all we see him do is banging this whole time. He, he, he doesn't is, have a personality. Well, he, he just I, likes pussy. He's he, basically a stunt cock. That yes. is what he is. He's stunt dick that's, and bangs. That's all he does. Now he's paranoid. Threatening to kill everybody or nutted his brain. Well, I mean, it's it's up to the viewer to decide what's happening, and clearly he's got fever from all the hepatitis. <laughs> he's got gold <laughs> fever. Oh shit! Why are we doing this movie's job for it? <laughs> gold fever. I feel like we should be getting the royalties from this movie now. <laughs> I know, shit. We're making this movie sound way we're more better. awesome than it is. <laughs> we're right. Our, yeah, we're doing better. Right. Shakespeare. So, Back seat. We uh, massacre. Then one of the girls sees the silhouette of a man walking through the fog, which has come out of nowhere too, by the way. Middle of the fucking desert at night, and now there's fog. Yeah, what? But that looks, what the fuck? It looks metal as fuck. It goes to midnight like that, and all of a sudden, oh, it's overcast. Six-hour sunsets, nighttime like that, but fog just magically sure. appears. Fog in the desert, what, why not? What, where are they? What is this magical land that they're in? Gold dust? Uh, I'm done. I wish Goldust would appear in this movie, man. <laughs> if this was a Shattered Dreams production, Goldust is popping out, making a cameo. How is this not <laughs> a full moon movie? <laughs> yeah, full moon. Uh, so one of the girls sees this, uh, he walks the fuck, um, and they all think it's the sheriff coming back, but we all know what's up. Yeah, it's the Undertaker. It, it's the fucking Oh my, it, it, oh it, my it's God! The it's the entrance. Add some, add some lightning, thunder, kind of little, little clouds of fire erupting from his side. Hit me with that pyro, dog. Do some church bells gonging. I mean, it's Dong. a fucking. Dong. And you're that, like, is that the Undertaker? It's the fucking Undertaker's entrance. Show me that fucking coffin. Like, uh, Axel has the smarts to say, uh, how did he get behind us? And now they realize it's not the sheriff. The 49er raises his pickaxe, throws it end over end. The tip of it sticks into the ground at Axel's feet. Yeah, it does. Hobus Undertaker roars. Nick <laughs> yells for them to run. Which they do. Hayden opens fire on the 49er, but apparently this ass clown only loaded his gun with three bullets. Thank you! All three rounds hit the 49er in the chest. Instead of blood, just dirt and sand like pop dust, out of the dust. Yeah. Sadness. Dust. This yeah. is what you guys are worried about? Three bullets? <laughs> Angela- Hayden shoots this guy without question. Angela he is Lance- okay with manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When you throw a pickaxe pick at me... You could easily argue self-defense. It's like, hey, he he threw it, pickaxe me, bam, bam, bam. You know what? I Grab can't say that pickaxe. pickaxe yeah, nobody picks up the pickaxe either. Right? I mean, it's not like it's a really good point. It's not like it's, it's fucking <laughs> morning. It's not like it magically returns. Good luck proving that, Court Larry Zerner. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, guy damn. is just like motherfucker, and then just shoots him oh, as shout much out to as my dog, he Larry possibly Zerner. can. Oh, you mean like, three? Yeah, three times. <laughs> He's got a nine-round clip at least, and three fucking bullets come hey, out. Hey man, hey. It was a long drive out there. Okay, he's got to save money for gas <laughs> and condoms <laughs> and Gatorade to rehydrate afterwards. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so anyway, Hayden runs. He, he runs out the rest group now, grabbing his backpack full of gold first as he runs. Roxanne runs for the car. Nick tosses her the key. She gets in, starts it up. The 49er then throws a shovel. Dude. Now he has a shovel from nowhere. Where did he get this from? Who knows? Harpoons that shit. Throws a shovel like a fucking spear at the car. It crashes through the windshield, impales Roxanne right through the face, like right through the bridge of her nose. You see it go like into her fucking face. Into her face. fucking face. Um, now, but That's we get budget. a huge, continuity. gigantic continuity yep, here. Yep, you got it, you got it. Because we, we first we see the shovel flying through the air and impaling Roxanne's face through the like, bridge of her nose. And the shovel's upside down. Curved part of the shovel is on top. So it's upside so down. But then the camera comes 
cuts back to Roxanne like from behind her head or something. No, when we first see it, it's from behind her head. The camera cuts to a front side of her, and we see the shovel one is now right side up, and it's moved from below her nose to and like her, her nose and her eyes like underneath her chin, like right in the neck, right in the neck. So it's like it's flipped itself and moved down like five inches. It, Headshot. It's complete. They fucked themselves on that one. I don't know why they even do that. Killer, killer death, by the way, though. I yeah. Mean, finally, like, you're getting somewhere with some of this. Yeah, I'll, 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 give, I'll give him credit. About an hour yeah, into yeah. the fucking movie, we're doing shit. You brought Karen um, Black in this? <laughs> You've got some side boob. Now we're going to show you this neat trick with the shovel. <laughs> Homeless Undertaker stalks after others <laughs> to run off. Uh, Nick, Claire, and Axel make it back to the ghost town where they left the other car. They spot Hayden dragging his backpack filled with gold over to his car. Hayden gets in, drives off, leaving them behind. Yeah, he just leaves them in the dust. Yeah, if that's not bad enough, he drives right by them, spins around, spraying them with dirt and rock <laughs> from his tires, and then race away, basically, fuck you guys! <laughs> and then he, that's basically what he does. That's he's best, in an rock, so the, you got to. Best dick move ever. He's like, like do we donuts think, in front of him? You think I'm coming back for you? <laughs> nope! Did he hold the bird out the fucking window? I think he might have well been, because that's basically what he's doing. The only... Sprays him with dirt and Rock says he's got his middle finger up, driving off as a 49 nine. While like blaring ACDC. Yes. Yeah. The only thing to make that scene better was if like you'd have cut into the car and he's doing a no-handed donut, double fisting the finger. Yes. As his friends are just watching outside the window with the oh. And doing a line, nice. doing a line off the fucking steering wheel while like a, a fucking American Eagle is sucking his dick. Damn. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting all sorts of patriotic so, um, America up in this. All right, so uh, we, we, we see the other car that, that Axel's girlfriend crashed earlier from the exact same spot, Al Pups the 49er. So, again, this guy is a teleporting fucking nightcrawler. Bam! Uh, and also, how far down the road, apparently the girl, the four-year-old, didn't get very far down the road because they you get from where uh, 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 Axel, Claire, and Nick are standing, you see the car crash into the tree like 100 feet down. You it's do. like right there. So she didn't make it very far, but yet nobody heard her crash or heard her scream when he, she gets killed. And now Axel's driving off. Well, she's clearly a drama queen. She freaks out at birds. This is standard operating procedure. Still, for but her. you would hear the car crash. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so and again, 49er must that must be like his like I don't know wireless hotspot. Like he knows that spot. Like he he, he, he that's where he, his go to spot because he, he comes up the exact same location a second time right now. Pops up. Um, like, this is, like, his r- routine. He's got it down to a science. He drops his pickaxe, stands there like he's going to try to catch the car. Like, <laughs> ah, I'm going to catch this thing. He is, he is I'm gonna make it stop. Commando. This ain't the fucking Friday the 13th game when you yeah, drive into Jason, like, oh. That's basically what he's trying to do. Like, I'm just going to stand there. I'm going to smash the car when it Is this me. the part where he ducks in and grabs the wheel? Hayden speeds towards the 49er, wanting to run him over. 49er leaps up onto the hood of Hayden's car like a goddamn ninja. Reaches through the open driver's side window, grabs a steering wheel. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is insane. Jesus ain't my co-pilot. It's the fucking minor, apparently. Right here. Grabs 49 the wheel. take the wheel. Grabs <laughs> the wheel, Jesus stuff. <laughs> I don't know Carrie Underwood, so I can't sing. I don't know how the melody goes. I know it's your reverency. I know you're your reverency. Um, Hayden struggles with him for control of the wheel. Then, just as quickly as he appeared on the road, the 49 just rolls off the hood of the car like, He's gone. Just rolls off. Ninja roll. Hayden looks up just in time to see the back of an old truck Fuck that he yeah. crashes into, like like fucking like in Back to the Future. Like manure's gonna come out. He crashes into the back of this truck. But not only does he crash into the back of the car, truck, the car he's in 
flips over in a fiery explosion. Not one car. Two, two cars, cars. The truck and the Hayden's car explode into flame. And old boy comes out on fire. Hayden gets out. Budget. Full body burn. Flame f- f- engulfed in fire. Uh, Hayden stumbles around both the cars. Explode again. Yes. They explode a second time. Then Hayden falls to the ground dead. What the shit? That was awesome. I gotta Both say, clap. that was ridiculous. It's just... 49er jumps off, makes him swerve, crashes into basically a retired automobile, yeah. which has no gas, and is just basically a shell of metal. Uh, they, but rebe- yeah. it blows up, the car blows up, flips over, and the guy gets out in a full body burn. Yep. That's a lot of fun. But then you're forgetting the cars explode a second time. Yes, yes, I forgot about that part. The cars explode yet a second time. Again, this is where you're doing your choose your own adventure for the riders, and that truck is actually a broken down Tannenreich delivery vehicle. (laughs) I knew it! Now, could you have spared the second explosion? No. For some blood? They're like, like, fuck that. We don't need the second explosion. How about just... A few gallons of blood. Hey, I, think about it. What would you rather talk about? Uh, a second explosion or, like, one of the few kills you see? It's a good point. Or, like, some <laughs> bullshit CG. Oh, well, this was prior to CG. So yeah, they didn't, they didn't well, really do good the CG. CG. Yeah. So the 49 turns his attention to the remaining three who have just been standing there watching all of this go down. Yeah, they have. So just been standing like, Huh? <laughs> like deer's head, like watching this. Like you see that explosion? That was fucking. And like I said, it's only like fifty feet down the road. This happens. This is a guy who enjoys his work. Axel's golf clapping. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> see the explosion? Seeing the forty nine are coming their way, they run off again. They run right into Aunt Nelly, E.I., who orders them <laughs> to come with her. Uh, she takes them back to her lakeside shack, <laughs> where lakeside shack. <laughs> lakeside shack. I like that. Uh, where she's got her Air Force Ones and, you know, it's hot in here. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, I know you want to put your feet on my rug, don't you? Slow down. <laughs> where she offers them a, a nice helping of pimp juice. <laughs> uh, you ain't from Russia, so bitch, why you Russian? Uh, so, uh... <laughs> Just Nelly jokes going on over here. And for those non-St. Louis listeners, which I'm sure there may be some out there. We're some straight Nelly heads. It's all good. You know who Nelly is. We've always loved knows, Nelly. Everybody knows who Nelly Hell is. Hell nah, you ain't touching my Look, hair. Dude, we plugged the St. Lunatics at the beginning here, and Nelly hasn't done that in 15 years. We're <laughs> like, growing the local economy. <laughs> What's Nelly done for me lately? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, we got a case of the gang. Okay, uh, after Lake, Lakeside Shack, uh, she 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 lays into them for being the cause of all this. Like, it's all your fault. That they brought him back by taking his gold. Demanding to know more, Claire is like, who's gold? And this takes us to flashback storytelling time. So sit back, grab a drink, and be regaled by the tale of Jeremiah Stone as told by Crazy Aunt Nellie. I well, ran out of Nelly jokes there for that one. Yeah, I, 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 I lost that's my fine. breath. I was like, I can't. I'm Before we get to the flashback, thank God Axel bought that totally legit wanted poster so that everyone can enjoy yes. what Wait. Jeremiah Stone looks like. And Is this I love Jeremiah Stone? Was it's like murder and claim jumping. Claim jumping. Yep. Had to Google that. Thank you. Thank you. I have that. Figure out what claim yeah, jumping I, is. I, I, I was going to do an educational moment on claim jumping, but I decided I'm going to skip it for this week just because 
uh, we've been going long lately. I thought, you know, let's cut back a little time. We're not doing an educational moment. But claim jump is basically it's basically fraud for claims in the old 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 West days. Jocking motherfucker shit. Oh, that's your stuff? No, now it's mine. Thanks for going to take a poop. But yeah. that's mine. I had <laughs> yeah, it. You took is. the world's longest piss, so I came I back. I planted my flag, and now it's mine. Oh, you <laughs> dog fucker. That, that's claim jumping 101. All right, so here we go with the flashback story. Here's what we need to know. Back in 1846, Stone was trapped up in them hills with the Donner Party. Yep, that Donner Party. Mm-hmm. Then the gold rush came and the murder started. Stone became <sighs> Stone began claim jumping and led waste to three counties. Law enforcement finally caught up to him in 1851. They had him nearly surrounded, but Stone had the preacher's 18-something-year-old girlfriend as or daughter, 18-year-old daughter, as a hostage. <laughs> I was about to say, it got real weird there. Yeah, same so, thing in those parts. And the preacher says to Jeremiah that God will smite him and the devil will take him and burn him in hell. Stone laughs it off. He then murders the daughter by stabbing her in the back with his pickaxe. That's we see seven. blood flow out from her. But when Stone yanks the pickaxe out of her back, there is no blood. So that's magic. <laughs> uh, he then channels his inner Goldberg screaming, who's next? And at that time, like... The, the, the sheriffs and the county, like the, these cowboy cops. We got like, all got the him. guns of the county they, on you. They, they are either really into their role or just drunk. But this is just <laughs> Both. like slurring. And they're like, just when they're talking, I'm just like, what is going on here with these guys? Yeah. It, it's, uh, and keep in mind, this is where you, this is Vernon Wells now. This is where you see him playing Jeremiah Stone. All the others standing around him, open, uh, open fire on Stone. He gets the full John Marston Red Dead Redemption <laughs> treatment here. <laughs> Stone falls to his knees, looks up. His eyes have gone completely white. He stands back up as as black ghosts or spirits begin to fly out from him and circle around him. His eyes then return to normal. Like the crow, too. What the fuck? What? Like maybe a little more story on this part of it would be nice. Think of Nightmare 6 on a Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Oh, the jizz worms? Little jizz worms is like... Come to me, and it's like, yeah, it's just like yeah, little, these little ghouls. Yeah, yeah, these little ghouls flying out of him. So, like, hmm, you're biting off a of Freddy Six. At this point, the preacher rips off his preacher's collar. He's like, nope, I'm Shit done with is that. Real saying, Stone, Stones sold his soul to the devil. Preacher grabs Jeremiah's pickaxe, raises it up to strike Stone down, and then Stone bites off his own finger. That was metal as fuck. Yes, boy. He bites. Motherfucker bites his own finger off. Seeing this causes the preacher to hesitate. I'm like, yeah, like fucker, he's going crazy. I'd be like, keep going, bite them all off. He lowers the pickaxe. Stone spits his bitten off finger at the preacher, which smacks the preacher right in the face with a bloody finger. Which I did laugh at that. Jeremiah then says he curses anyone who finds his gold. The devil will take his due. Then just starts laughing. Then in slow motion, he turns, runs, and just jumps down a mine shaft as more ghostly spirit things are seen swirling around him and behind him. And the scene lingers on a little bit after that, but then we go back to the present. But where we continue on, we're like, what the fuck did we just see? Why can't we stay there? Yeah. Because that was awesome. That that requires some more explanation, guys. Don't just, you can't just show them and be like, okay, that's it. That was the best part of the movie. Biting his own finger off, spitting it, like, I agree, nachos, metal AF. That was awesome. If you listen closely while that scene's going, you can hear some dude in the background scream, Slayer! (laughs) I just, like... So, okay, I get the fact that, like, 
I okay, just, the, 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 he's wanted. The gap's around. Okay, the, the manhunt's over. But then he's like, I would curse everybody. But they're not even talking about his gold. There's no reference no. entirely oh, thing to his gold no. at just, all. Instead, he's, but he's like, anybody take my gold? They're not trying to take his gold. Because he's a fucking cannibal. Yeah. He's eating people. Is he and act? he's got the preacher's daughter. They got him dead to rights. No one gives a shit about his fucking $20 worth of gold. And 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 that, and, and, and that point... They shoot him up. He lives. Oxygen. So now he's basically immortal. He's in, he, he 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 can't be killed. But yet, instead of excuse me, instead of like okay, I can't fucking be killed and going around killing all of them and say fuck you guys, I'm out of here. Yeah. He basically kills himself. He yes. jumps down a fucking mine shaft for no reason I, whatsoever. I do love Nacho. So what you guys are raised. trying to say is never bring a pickaxe to a gunfight. I think. Oh, what is happening in this movie? Like, I, I, I don't get it. I will say though that this like, scene made, the, it makes so many more questions and answers them. It's got, I mean, <laughs> it's got great subtext, and I really like that they inserted it. It's not too long, but like, what we're losing focus on here is Jeff Conaway as the Reverend, as Reverend Sutter. Yeah, <clears throat> this is his best acting since Celebrity <laughs> Rehab. <laughs> Nikki here is giving a riveting performance, and you really care about his daughter. For like the ten seconds that she's on screen, I and he just like fuck being a priest, kill him. Yeah, like I'm like, damn. Yeah, it should get real when the preacher rips off his collar. Like, oh, uh-oh. like oh shit, he gonna kill a motherfucker. This is that's how you beat Barry Boswick out of the Curse of the Forty Nine er role. My favorite part is the whole time they're like, go get get because it's G I T. I watched the shit with the subtitles, so I got a bunch of those on there. Like it, it like when you look at it, it's, yeah. I, guess I did the I did the same thing with the close captioning. It's spelled out G-I-T. 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 Um I would love that if that was true. Like if Barry Boston was up for the role of the preacher and here comes Kanicki again like, Motherfucker, be out again. He doesn't come out of retirement unless Barry Boswick is looking for roles. Then fucking Jeff kind of like, I'll take it. Do you need me to dance for it? So so, uh, so country grammar we go back to country grammar <laughs> she continues on saying that some think Stone died that night and some say he never will she tells him that, that their lives are forfeit and Claire's like hey we'll just give him back his gold and Nelly E.I. hammers home the point that they have to return every single last little piece of every nugget yeah they have to return every last little piece of gold every nugget, nugget. yeah they really hammer that one home she also tells them that they must take it back to where they found it because that's the only place where it can, where he can be sent back to hell. So now, like, she just said, hey, what is giving back his gold? They didn't say anything about killing him. Just give him gold, he'll leave us alone. Now it's like, give him gold and kill him? Like, I don't know. So in order to do that, they have to fight fire with fire. So here I'm thinking she's going to pull out some magical enchanted pickaxe. But nope, she pulls out sticks of fucking dynamite and tells them that they have to burn him till he's dust. Then burn the dust. So fucking Nell EI is sitting on boxes of dynamite this whole time? What? Where did she get her hands of that shit? Like, this is... We see this all the time lately. The horror was like, dynamite is apparently just lying around everywhere. Like, it's the easiest thing to find now. Dynamite. If you're out the Wild West, dynamite's it's pretty just much there. as common as, as, as just, like, grass damn. growing Come here. Come on, guys. That's what that truck was hauling, and that's why it exploded when Ooh. Aiden hit it. Quit doing their job for us! <laughs> Also, you need some dynamite? I got a guy. His name's Dynamite Dean. Just handling the sweaty-ass dynamite. It's like, bitch, have you not seen Lost? Don't yes. toss that around. Arns. Poor Arns gets it. <laughs> so Axel picks up a flare gun from the table, which also has to be sitting there, too. 
And that's when Homeless Undertaker bursts through the door. Like, he comes through the coffin. Just breaks up the party. And the old Paul Bears thing. We, in the old days, those promos, he'd come bursting out of the coffin. You know, remember that? Oh, oh yeah. my God, the Taker is listened. Rest in peace. Uh, he bursts through the door. Nick and Axel charge him, but they just get shoulder blocked aside like little bitches. Nelly E.I. grabs a little lamp, raises it to throw it at the 49ers, saying, Back to hell from where you came from, or some crap like that. Just Karen blacking it up to yeah. 11. Uh, but before she can throw it, the 49er throws his pickaxe very awkwardly, by the way. Harpoons that shit. It, it's the weird. It's not even a harpoon. It's like. Yeah, it's, it's not end weird, over end. He just it, like hands it to yeah, her. It's basically like a long hand. I, yeah. I, it's I really wish we awkward. had a camera for the like, visual. Like when you're record, holding you're like, a baseball eh, bat, and you're like, hey, throw eh. that baseball bat over to me. You have to like. Toss it. Yeah, it's in, like, like a vertical. Is it a hoist? Yeah. It's a vertical. A hoist is a great yeah, way of putting it. Casual kinda, toss. You, 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 you know, you don't yeah. throw it end over end. You uh, kind of toss it where yeah. it's just still vertical and yeah. Lands. And that's yeah. basically what he does. He yeah, he vertically <laughs> tosses it. Um, and you get what is the first of many scenes where you're like, this is not choreographed because this is like a. They have the most gentle fights, dude. Dude, <laughs> in this do, movie. Do you know what the name of Corey Feldman's biography is? Gentle fight. <laughs> Choreograph. I'm not even fucking joking, dude. Love it. Uh, so the, the, the awkwardly thrown pickaxe smashes into a lantern, shattering it, cause a Nelly DI to go up and flames because it's getting hot in here. No, he didn't. No, he did not. <laughs> Can't handle that shit, Cincinnati Jeff. This is fucking Nellyville. God damn it, Marshall. Uh oh. <laughs> What's happening now? <laughs> Where's my red hot reference, dude? Where's my fucking Cardinals jersey? Where's my rap snacks? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. No one in, no one outside of St. Louis is gonna know what's going on. Yeah, well, except in Jersey, but they go fuck themselves. In Boston. Oh. Jesus Christ. Dude. <laughs> I got one. I okay, got one. so um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> but also another um, fucking body on fire. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah so, cause uh, Nelly, like I said, she, yeah, I'm not gonna do it again. She burst <laughs> and, and she also, <laughs> she she's also suddenly gained about twenty to thirty pounds. Right, they don't do a very good job of hiding this and, like, stunt a double bunch of muscle. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a tiny little woman, like this giant big man in a dress, <laughs> giant dude. <laughs> In a dress and a wig. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> so homeless taker then grabs Claire by the neck. Nick grabs a meat cleaver from the table and cuts off the 49ers' hand Some at the meats. wrist. Axel grabs a stack of dynamite from the table and the three of them flee the building, while Nelly EI stumbles and crosses around the room, burning to death and screaming. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> However, she's able to somehow run out of the front door and jump into the lake. So who knows? Maybe she survives. She, she's in the sequel. <laughs> she minor six. She does do a nice swanton bomb into <laughs> the swanton, lake. She swantons into the lake. All right, I'm back. What I miss? Oh. Everything. Go away again. <laughs> You're having a good time. I like off. how Aunt, fucking Aunt Nelly EI is, <laughs> is burning to death, and our three heroes now just fucking haul ass. You got yeah. the juice now. They're Graham. just like fuck her. Good. Yeah, they just leave. Like, like we're out. We're done. <laughs> so. Yeah, she she swan dances in the lake. We never see her again. She might survive. We don't know. 
we, we, we switch to Claire. We catch up to Claire, Nick, and Axel. They make it back to their campsite and start to gather up all the backpacks of gold. Nick wants Axel to make a trap using the dynamite, which he says, hey, I can do that. Yeah, of course. Sure. I, I, was, I of course. was in the Army. I was a mail clerk in the Army. I that. can do that. A badass mail clerk. So, I, I'm sorry. Um, that's not. I was in the Army, and that's one thing they did not teach us in basic training. I must have missed that day, I guess. A, a booby trap, dynamite trap making day? I was about to ask you. You were in the Army. Could you I missed please that, apparently. enlighten us on how to rig <laughs> a bomb with a cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> From 2002. Yes. <laughs> if you can do that, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. No, yeah. You Apparently get, or, not. Yeah. Were, were you, really, you were in the Army? Yes. I appreciate your service. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so, we go... Now we go back and we see the 49er break his pickaxe in half. Then jams the splintered end of the piece uh, with the pickaxe on it down his bloody wrist stump. Giving himself a Captain Hook-esque pickaxe hand. Like low-tech Ash Williams. Yes, low-tech Ash. I, I was going to say Child's Play too, but uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like it too. Uh, he then turns to face the camera and roars. <laughs> he looks right at the camera like, rawr, rawr, holding up his like, all right, arr. This it was, was a, a really arc. good scene, though. Like, loses his hand. It all happens real fast. It's not boring. Bitches are on fire. Yeah. His head dives. And then he's just like, fuck. Stump. Let me take that pickaxe and right into it. Like that, it was it pretty was good. good. It was good. Real talk. How many times a day do you guys roar? Uh, oh, like at least three every morning. I mean, at taking that three. morning pee. <laughs> I did it outside as we came in. <laughs> Cutting my hand off, replacing it with a pickaxe. <laughs> Roaring. Uh, you cut to Nick and Axel back in the tunnel, setting the dynamite booby trap while Claire is hiding in the bushes outside on lookout duty. Using the walkie-talkies, Nick tells her under no circumstances is she to ever come down here, and when he gives her the signal, she's to blow the charge. I love the pep talk they give her, too. It's like, stay by the fire. He's scared of it, remember? <laughs> no, at no point oh, in the fucking right. movie ever did they establish that old boy is afraid of the fire. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Nellie says it for, like, a second. I'm sorry, who? Aunt Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, down in the treasure room, Axel sets up the booby trap. Nick literally stumbles into another box filled with dynamite. Yeah, so there's, there's so much dynamite so much just lying dynamite. around. It's just everywhere. You, you can't take a walk out here without stepping on dynamite, Place apparently. It's lousy with dynamite. Did you say it's a, a truckload? I would say it's a truckload. Get the fuck out of here. I like how they're, like, casual with, like... They got to put the gold back. Can't touch his stuff. Oh, but his dynamite's up for grabs, <laughs> by the way. And also, there's a skull. And they even they make a point to where Nick's like, look at this skull. Oh, but hey, dynamite. <laughs> and then they You're leave right. the fucking skull You're alone. Right. As they finish setting the trap, we see the black ghost things come through the walls and begin circling around them. Uh, and then popping up directly in front of them is the 49er. Oh, no. So What? He doesn't. He, he is a fucking mute. He's just teleporting yeah. shit, man. Bamf. Bamf. It's, it's a Friday the Thirteenth game. Jason does the Evil Dead. He's morphing. There we go. Yeah. It's not the shift. It's the morph. Is it morphing time? It's more. It is apparently morphing time. <laughs> God damn it! I gotta pause it to check it, but I'm pretty sure it's morphing time. Uh, he charges them. Nick yells for Claire to blow the charge. Uh, but of course, instead of doing her fucking job, she sits there and cries like a bitch. Uh, Damn! <laughs> am I not? Am, am I wrong? Fire. Am I wrong? I just saw that crash like a bitch. I was like, like "Ooh!" I have in notes. These guys are pussies. Nick and Axel try to fight the 49er. Worst, worst fight scene ever. Worst is worst. Oh Jesus! During, uh, yeah, at one know, point, homie. the 49er swipes at Nick. He m misses. 
and his pickaxe hand gets stuck in an old barrel. Of dynamite? Uh, 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 probably filled with dynamite, I'm sure. Full of old maps and dynamite. Uh, <laughs> old Nick, posters. Nick, who has a large board now, like a two by four piece of wood, instead of hitting the 49er over the head with it, it's for like some j- reason. Tapping the back. Yeah, it, it, it's They're so casual. Some reason, he decides to spank the 49ers <laughs> for being a bad boy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he had him dead to rights. He's stuck. Ben, like, you whack this thing over the back of the head. No, he spanks him. He, you clearly see him spank the 49ers with a two-by-four. It's I like get a casual old Asian man. Like, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Sir. Hacksaw Jim Duggan would be so pissed. Thank you. Like, I get excited when I see somebody show up to a fight with a two-by-four. It reminds me of the Attitude Era of WWF when, like, McMankind and Test and all those guys <laughs> formed the Union, and Test showed up after Triple H steals Stephanie McMahon, and every time the Union showed up, motherfucker had a two by four, and you're like, shit's about to go down. Dude, Cincinnati <laughs> Jeff going deep cuts with WWE. But like, I this love is it. just a gentle ass spanking, and I'm like, yeah, it's a I've spanking. seen, I have seen Wee Man hit Steve-O harder with a ruler <laughs> than these guys are going in this fight. And then, like, brings it back to, like, when they kind of toss the fucking pickaxe. Yeah. It's this like, podcast on, was brought to you by the WWE <laughs> and Jackass. You don't, you don't need a choreograph to fucking figure this out, but can I go a little Why are we talking hard, about please? Corey Feldman's biography again? Come on, dude. Get your shit I mean, together. This, they're beating the ass of the bad guy in Commando. He took on fucking Schwarzenegger. Hit him! So... We go back to dumbass Claire, who's still not doing her job. <laughs> but now instead of sitting outside crying like a bitch, now she's crawling down the du- tunnel, trying to talk to him in the walkie-talkie, doing the one thing she's specifically told not to do. Smelling she's- Axel's farts. Do not come down here under any circumstances. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just go down there then. It's no okay. It's okay. no big deal. Fucking women, I swear to God, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost half our audience. <laughs> How many more people give me alienating this episode? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Now you understand why I hate the bird bitch, because bitches don't listen. So, I mean, chicks from Jersey and Boston are fucking out already. Uh, you guys are going hard. <laughs> oh my god, Eric. I mean, Cincinnati chef. So, homeless taker is about to kill Nick, but Axel leaps in the way, taking the pickaxe to the chest. 49er stands over the two dudes lying in the dirt. We hear Claire's voice from behind him say, Hey! Asshole! Because she's now suddenly got balls all of a sudden. Uh, the 49er turns around, sees Claire standing there holding the flare gun. She fires it at him in a very underwhelming and unsatisfying display of CGI. The flare hit him right, hits him right in the chest. The 49er goes up in flames. Claire goes over to help the guys up, trying to get them to hurry up as, as the flaming 49er bashes around doing whatever. And he is very unhappy about it. He's, he's not pleased. Cincinnati Jeff, that's your stripper name. The Flaming <laughs> Miner. I would say, I actually wrote, I actually wrote, it sounds like a shot you're getting at a gay club at San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, dude, that's All right, for you three listeners out there, my stripper name is actually Hot Breath. Mine's Amber Alert. <laughs> Mine's Cinnamon Roll. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Um, That's my stripper name. So, I think the 49er uh, stumbles closer, not to one box of dynamite like we saw earlier, but now there's a whole fucking stack of dynamite boxes. So, they have multiplied like rabbits over like a minute. It's one cool. box of dynamite become, have become like five boxes of dynamite. Yeah. It's Wildy Coyote stash. It's a truckload! <laughs> Axel tells Claire and Nick to go first and that he's going to stay behind uh, watching the 49er burn to make sure he's dead. 
Claire and Nick make it back outside. Axel says something ending in the words motherfucker. I didn't understand yeah. what he said. You mean you motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> then, just like a Pearl Jam song. They all sound mumbled together. <laughs> uh, then Char- Generic Eddie Vedder lyric. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Even flow, motherfucker. <laughs> he said Jeremy. Jeremy spoken, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, then he, then, then Axel charges the 49er, tackles him into the stack of dynamite boxes. Again, they don't do a good very job of hiding the stunt double here because Axel has like, you know, like no wig. Axel, the whole movie, he's got like long, short length hair Greasy. in this movie. But now when he charges and tackles the, the, the undertaker here, he certainly he's like nearly bald with a very tight buzz cut. <laughs> They just, like, didn't even give a shit. Like, like, at, least, at least with the Nelly E.I. stunt double. They put a wig on the, on the giant dude. This one is like, fuck it, who cares? Same guy. It's like Aunt Nelly. You, e. Aunt Nelly stunt double, you got another job to it's do. It's actually Karen Black earning two paychecks. <laughs> I haven't been in movies since the 70s, but watch me go. Burn offering, don't mind if I do. Twice. So, anyway, all the dynamite explodes. Kaboom, kaboom. Fire erupts out from the tunnel as more explosions go off, and we get like we get like the fucking mushroom cloud in the sky. That it's so big. It's not just diamond. It's like there's like like like, like fucking um uh, uh god damn it um Chernobyl. No, not Chernobyl. Um, sexier Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, sexy Chernobyl. Three Mile Island. Hiroshima. Napalm. <laughs> I, like, it's like, I smell napalm. It's like there's fucking napalm or nuclear blast. I mean, you get a fucking mushroom cloud now exploding out from this. I love hey, the smell of gold in the morning. Insert your own bomb pun here. Yeah, I couldn't. I, 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 this I, movie. I gotta, you <laughs> could say I blew it. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Uh-oh! Uh-oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta interject for a second. You three assholes have been on Axel's case the whole movie. <laughs> oh, shut About your cunt oh, with your cheating oh, on go. fucking bitches and trying go. to get with that inbred Eve. This turns out to be your hero. Oh, our by the way, hero. he Down- sacrifices himself he, needlessly. Down to no point for him yeah. to do this. He dude was already on fire, falling into a box of dynamite. Axel <laughs> just a moron. He's like, oh, hey, let's go. Whoa. There's no need for him to do this. Down- he's a badass mayor clerk. He's not a dynamite enthusiast. Okay, like he's doing his best, and you guys. Just want a bitch about it. <laughs> oh, well, when did For you start shame. your fucking fan club, homie? Me and Axel. <laughs> what about your asshole? <laughs> anyway. Your fucking downtarted shimp or whatever the fuck. We fade to black after this after the napalm cloud in the sky. The next morning we find Claire and Nick sitting under a fucking tree. Leave. Nick asks her if she's okay. And at my this and this is dumb, but I'm like, really? This gone from night to day, and I'm thinking, this is he's just now asking if he's okay. <laughs> Best so they were, weather in the world. They were by just the way. sitting this sun in just silence. fucking moves when yeah. it wants to. They were just sitting sun in time. silence the whole hey, time. Hey, like they're sitting there for like twelve hours. We're sitting yeah. here. She's mentally fractured. She hasn't okay? spoken in several hours. So uh, you, you 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 okay? You just so, hear crickets. Yeah. Uh, Claire then realizes that she has gold in her fanny pack. Yeah, she does. Nick grabs it, throws it as far as he can. Up rose the sheriff asking what happened here. Nick tells them the 49er and the sheriff loads him in the back of his SUV, goes down to the tunnel entrance to have a look-see. He spots the fanny pack on the ground that uh, Nick just threw, bends down, picks it up saying, hey, you forgot your pack. As soon as he stands uh, up straight, the 49er, now just a blackened, burnt skeleton, comes leaping up from under a pile of debris, roaring with his pickaxe hand raised, 
The camera zooms in on Nick's face as he screams, No! That dude looked metal as fuck at that point. Jeremiah Blackout. Stone jumps through the fucking... Is that his name? The, Jeremiah Stone. What have we been calling him? <laughs> he jumps through the goddamn ground like Jason fucking Voorhees and fucking, you know, uh, goes to hell. Like, just boards flying and like dust Tom going. Zombie. And Boom, all of a sudden, it's just like, damn! <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> and, hey, props to this sheriff for actually offering a ride. Thank yeah. you for so, that. But this is... Roll credits. So pretty much, yeah, they, stole, out they stole a cop Roll car. Credits. All right. Yes, but it gets better. But it gets better. Does it? Yes. Yes, because the movie's over. No, yeah. shut your face. <laughs> uh, so, like, the song they play is the best industrial, like, fucking Rob Zombie song he never did. I, I can't play it because, you know, I'm not a Is it player. actually Rob Zombie? No, it isn't. It's, like, glitch. Oh, fun fact. The dolly in this movie's name was Nutstitch. Nutstitch. We have a different idea what fun fact means. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen, that's the movie. Let's move on to this week's favorite kills. So many wonderful kills to choose from, but you can only choose one. Dem's the rules, pudding. All right. All right um, um, Favorite kills, okay. guys. Um, um, we, we always let our, our newest guests or guests go first. So, um, this is Jeff there. What what was your favorite kill of this movie? Quite sensey. My favorite kill was definitely, uh, if you can call it that, Karen Black, right? Aunt, Aunt Nelly E.I. You're not quite sure if she dies on screen, off screen, but that fucking sweet-ass Olympic head dive on fire into the lake. I got to give it up for the stunt coordinator right there uh that was my favorite one though because like you know jeremiah stone shows up wrecks the party sets somebody on fire and then loses a hand and it's all within a span like five seconds it's real quick there's a lot going on and i love it because the first four are real fucking slow and deliberate yeah. so that one was really good. it's like anytime you go to a fucking bonfire with my brother those things are gonna happen <laughs> shout out to rob shout out to aunt nelly so I guess it yeah, goes back to yeah. over to nachos. What's, yeah, your, nachos. Uh, what's your favorite kill? Dude, real talk, I think the best kill in the movie was when fucking um, Bumbler Taker fucking harpoons that shovel and then hits old girl in the bridge of her nose face. I mean, just the fucking impact of the shovel through the SUV. I mean, that was great. It looked great. Oh, I, yeah. I was scarified because at that point we had three kills. Of, eh. That, that, yeah. that is a really cool scene. Like, how have we gone this whole episode not you re, going back to taking wrestling references? Aren't, how have we not used Underfaker? <laughs> how have we forgotten that that was Underfaker? I know enough to stay afloat. This is your guys' forte. <laughs> you were too worried about me stealing the joke. Uh, but I just thought, I mean, how we how do we miss Underfaker? Anyway, all right. So you got shovel on uh, Roxanne. Roxanne, Aaron, what's your? I want to, to piggyback off of Cincinnati Jeff. I also like Karen Black's death. I did like the fact that uh, who's Karen you know, Black? It's Karen Black. You know. who's, who's yeah, what's her name? Oh, it's uh, Nelly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, you guys. Anyway, yes. When she's next time I'm coming back, I'm bringing fucking Nelly Ramsnick. Everybody. Catches on fire, does a swanton bomb into the quote-unquote lakeside, uh, lakeside, which is basically a very shallow pond. There was some, it's like the Ricky Steamboat splash. Like it's fucking pretty good into the into the lake. There. Yeah. I like that's, it. that's more of a swanton, like Jeff Hardy style. Yeah, it was, it was uh, end over end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was probably my favorite kill. All right. Um, 
I'm actually going different from all you guys. Oh, oh shit! I, I take it. I don't know. I'm torn between the shovel to the face, which is the first is, is, is first is really good. It's graphic. But the uh, you know, I'll probably uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I take it. I'll just go the shovel to the face is my favorite deal. But my favorite, I think, sequence. That came while you guys talking with with Nelly Ei. Uh, <laughs> It's actually Hayden and the, the crazy drive. Uh, the taker jumps on the hood, grabs the rolls off the hood, double explosion, double explosion. Oh, that's a great. This is an insane yeah, sequence. That's a great sequence. But my favorite actual kill, though, is not just Hayden burning because it's Hayden burning. That's the kill. Is the shovel through the windshield into the face. That's my favorite kill. All right. All right. That brings us the move. Uh, time to move on to the odds and the ends. Hey, where do you think you're going? Mr. M and Mr. A ain't done yet. Here comes the odds and ends. Now sit down. All right, ratings. IMDb gives a 3.5 out of 10. Uh, rate, honestly, this is going real fast today, guys. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official Tomometer score, but it has an 18% audience score. Yeah, what do they know? Amazon, three and a half out of five, basically the average for Amazon on almost everything we've done on the show. Um, plot keywords, there were 13. You guys want to take a guess at what the very first plot keyword listed was? Panties. No. I wish, because we haven't had a panty lover one in a long time. Pickaxe panties. Pickaxe, no. Panty pickaxe? No. All right, you guys aren't going to get it. Gully? Gold? I wouldn't know. The Arch? St. Lunatics. Murphy Lee. No, we're saving it for the sequel. He's going to be the next No, the first plot keyword listed is blowjob. Oh, what? Yeah, because Hayden gets it in the IRA. He gets a brief, like, knob slob. When we were first introduced to Hayden, the very first time you see him, he's getting roadhead. Wow. Bringing it back, Google search. You know what? I was so fucking upset with the bra on and the... Moving on. All right. Uh, uh, trivia. I didn't look up any. I didn't see any. Oh, I, I got. I, I have. I have several trivia about it. No, I don't. I'm yeah, I didn't think no, you fuck did. Fuck that. Shit. I was waiting for you. I was like, okay. Um. So, so moving on to budget. Do we get to play the budget game? No. Oh. And I wanted to, but no, couldn't find the budget for this either. Thank God. So that's odds and ends. That brings us to this week's five star reviews. Five stars. Five stars. These loonies must be crazier than I am. Lock them up. All right, Amazon. Only 12 total reviews on Amazon. 17% five-star and surprisingly zero one-star reviews. So it was 17% five-star. Yes. Zero. Zero one-star. But it's only 12 total. <laughs> that was... That was impressive. Wow. That was, I muffled that. Uh, so, I know. I just like... I got distracted. But what happened? What was anyway, that burp? I wrote down only two five-star reviews because there's really not much to use them, and they all kind of suck. So from Josh, Joseph Metz writes, fun movie, great Saturday afternoon movie, five stars. And from a Kindle customer, how have I not seen this piece of cinematic history, five stars. That's, that's it? That's it. That seems like an ironic review. I don't really believe his five star. Is that the Kindle? Is that what you said? Kindle. 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 That's not his name. It's like the... The, the, the fire. Like, you know, call me and let's talk about it. I don't believe you. <laughs> you have to do that with a lot of those reviews. <laughs> we do get a lot of you're, I'm just, I'm going to say it out loud. You're a liar, sir. Fibber. All right. So that's that. That wraps up real quickly. So let's, that brings us to our final thoughts, our final takes. Um, 
as uh, I say, we always customers. Cincinnati Jeff, what is your final? So bad it's good or so bad it's scary. Cincinnati Jeff, take it away. I'm gonna go ahead and say that so bad it's scary. It's not the worst. It's not the best, but. As I was telling Nachos, you know, after I finished watching it, it's like a really long, drawn-out, bad, are you afraid of the dark, or crappy Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt uh, episode. It's just, it's there, it does its job, I enjoy the 49er, which, by the way, you get no explanation on. Uh, you know, the, the alternate title is Miner's Massacre, or whatever. I would prefer that over the course of the 49er. And they even mentioned the 49er a couple times in the movie, but you get no definition on that. So, well, to a degree, but I would just say, eh, so bad it's scary. All right, nachos? <sighs> so, that was an hour and a half of my life. I can't get back. I only watched it once this time. This time. How many times did you watch Lake Pier 3, by the way? Three. <laughs> Poor bastard. I really, that, that worse than that. I will say that was worse. This to interject, worse. after he did that, I tried to. I, I listened to the podcast on my own and tried to. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Got 15 minutes in. I'm like, this is fucking awful. Yeah. No, tried to watch it with the podcast. You and had, again, got to the same point. I'm like, you had three, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to call it. You had three red flags saying, no. I'd, I'd rather, rather lick needles. needles. Oh. What, the dude from Back to the Future? Was that Flea? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. You flea-licking, needle-licking varmint? Hey, All right. So, like, this movie had potential. You got fucking John Carl Buckler. Buckler? Buckler? Whatever the fuck. And, like, script-wise, this could have been a fun movie. You have uh, uh, the early aughts cast, which, is that what the kids call it? Aughts. Sure. Aughts. I feel like I'm having a stroke every time I think. Oh, it's, uh, anyway, the acting was atrocious. The killer was cool. They got that right. A little more backstory. And you have some fucking alumni killers. Like you got uh, Granddad Freddy Krueger um, with his Cracker Barrel bullshit and Karen Black. You know, she's fucking great. You got fucking Sweep the Legs Johnny. And then, uh, yeah. And then I could give two. It was wasted though. Two tugs of a dead dog's dick about any other character in that fucking movie. You should have had an, uh, a Paul Bearer-ish character for the under faker. Uh, <laughs> we didn't start getting good kills way too late in the game. Like writing notes, I'm just like every notice. I want to. I hate everybody. Um, as soon as Karen Black shows up, then I'm like, fuck yes, I can finally do something with this. Ugh. I mean, the movie had promise. It wasn't executed properly. I say it's so scary. It's 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 bad. So scary. It's bad, right? Did, did I did I flood the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you're close enough. What do you do? So scary. It fucking sucked, dude. I'm sorry. It's too late to be scared. So bad. It's scary. So yeah, uh, I I got to piggyback off of Cincinnati Jeff because I was thinking the same thing. I felt like an episode of something, but it almost felt like more of an episode of like Xena. Or uh, an episode of like Robin Hood from the early 2000s. It seems like they had the cast of those people, and they decided let's make a horror movie. That seemed to be kind of like the feeling they had going on. It was just they had a pyro team, and they had a pyro team, and, a pyro team and they're like, "We're gonna blow shit up. Here we go, kaboom, kaboom, kaboom." Oh, there's blood in a horror movie. Oh, we didn't know about that. Oh, shit. We kind of forgot about that. Also, something they forgot about? The guy's a goddamn cannibal. 
He's gone in history. He's supposed to be a cannibal. He's supposed to be eating people. He's from the Donner Party. They foreshadow it with putting the bucket underneath the bodies, and they even show the guy's head boiling. But never does he eat people. Never does he chew on people. Never does he drinking blood. Never did he reference that ever again. It pissed me off because. As you were saying before, it seemed like he was a decent killer with a decent kind of history, and cannibalism's fucking scary. And they never talk about it again. Fuck! They, they even mention it briefly in the movie. Like, part of the legend when he's getting, like, when Axel's getting the one poster said he ate his wife and children. There was yeah. no blood chugging. And, yes, there was, there was none of this, which could have been an easy, fun thing to do. They really went crazy with the pyro, which I kind of liked. It was kind of fun seeing things explode. At the end of the day, though, so bad, scary. It's it's it was shot well, produced well, because I mean it's it's there's there's little minor things we're catching here and there, and that's what we're doing. We catch minor little things here and there, but overall, it wasn't produced poorly. It was just forgettable. It just felt like you'd see it and be like, eh. and then. In two years, if someone says, did you see this movie? Like, I don't know if I saw this movie or not. They're remaking it with Fez from the 70s show. It's just very forgettable. All right. Um, so bad it's scary. I don't know what you guys are, what movie you guys watched, but I, so bad it's good. What? <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't fucking know. Liar. Uh, so bad it's scary. Uh. I, you guys kind of said everything I need to say. Um, I agree with you. It's, it falls into the forgettable category for me. I also agree with Notch that the premise was there. It had potential. I think if done properly, it could have been, you know, could have become some maybe even like a small, lesser-known franchise. They, they could have done it properly. Um, but, yeah, and I like your point. With the, the, the backstory, there, was, there wasn't enough. Even, yeah, they show the flashback. But that's not enough. Like, it's just not enough to really understand, one, why is he cursed? They show, like, a, a, who 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 made him immortal? Did he make himself immortal? Yeah. Because he, he, he comes back alive, dead. How do you end up dead? How do you end up dead in an underground tomb with a pentagram on the altar in the first place? And he just comes back, like, so, what is, I guess, is that the shaft he jumped down from the mob? But then why is it? Right. Like, there's nothing. There's no backstory. How, like, in that backstory, they should have had him like they should have burst in on him like in the middle of like a ritual, right? Like to make himself immortal. And like as soon as he kills the daughter, about to sacrifice her. Her blood seals the deal. Guys, we're doing we're doing their job for him. Well, there is so there is a quick throwaway line. Kaniki says. He made a deal with the devil. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Well, that's also a preacher. You can say that yeah, about anybody. Like, yeah, yeah. could we see that? I had premarital sex. I made a deal with the devil. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying there, uh, CJ, or Simpson, but I, it, it doesn't, it's not obvious Shit, enough to make good. that uh, connection. CJ, um, right? So, um, I, but 100% agree. so bad, scary. It had potential. It failed. Uh, and it, it falls in the forgettable for, in the forgettable category. Yeah, so, which I think is the, which is which is the most damning offense. Yeah. yeah, you can be bad but still have crazy shit that happens. It was ambitious, but it just didn't fucking deliver. No, no, it's forgettable. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like it had some okay like well, the crossbow, the axe of picking. For a hand, that's cool. Yeah, that's it's just, like Jimmy Johnson's Johnson lunch. lunch. It's all right. I mean, and that can be like you know, doing something like that would be great for like. 
sequel. So it becomes like his 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 thing, his his his. I won't say fuck, but it's his pickaxe. But I mean, like his his defining characteristic: Frey's glove, Jason's machete, his pickaxe. He had a signature trope kind of dealy wetzel going on, but it's just. But I mean, you've seen the pickaxe before. It's been a thing. But not as somebody's hand. So that that really was good. So they did stuff. It just they failed on everything else. But um, we're gonna wrap it up here, guys. Um. Thanks, Thanks for listening, Moon Goons. Uh, oh, you, you were gonna let me forget. forget. I said, don't let me forget. I had an announcement to Do make. It. God Sorry, damn it, Eric! I've had four beers yeah. and a, uh, so like three shots of fireball during. My this. announcement is this: two years ago, two, two, years, two years ago, two years ago, we recorded an episode with our friend Paul, who hosts the uh, Pop Culture Intervention Pop Culture podcast Intervention now. Podcast. Um, but this is before that. I think I, I think we are the you know the thank for him getting the podcast because he came on our show first and then he. You know, went on to that, so I think, I think we're to blame. Pop culture intervention podcast, um, great podcast. Anyway, Paul came on. We did a little movie called Ghoulies Three. Ghoulies Go to College, and for two years that's been sitting in limbo because I had major technical issues with it. But I've got them fixed, so that movie, that episode will finally get released. Probably next week. The lost, the lost episode podcast. Is found. We've mentioned it before. The lost podcast. It's lost and found. The lost, the the the, the one that dwells in the shadows. It's always Jones a good hook when you podcast. have like the lost episode of something. It's is it in the shadow fun. realm? I yeah. love that shit. Yeah. So uh, look for that. That will be coming. I will release that next. I will say I was listening back to some of it, and there might be some audio um, issues because it was the first time we recorded on a new. Um, new soccer, new new audio recording format. Hence lost. Well, yeah, hence lost. Um, so the audio might not be as, as crisp and as, as, as uh, sound. We will bill it as the lost episode. Nah, I still bill it as episode. I'll, I'll, episode 177, the lost episode. You just want to get us closer to 200 as fast as you can. I also know next weekend is also my daughter's birthday and your birthday. We probably won't be able to record anyway. So I'll probably just post it there and say, hey. There it is, and then come back the following week. Libby's gonna be three. Libby's gonna be three. Oh, that's cute. Um, anyway, that's maybe here and here for you guys. You don't care. Um, so look for that. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate. Thanks for sticking with this song. Nachos. Nice having you here. Nachos has his hand up again. God damn it, Nachos. What do you want now? Do you want to do an acapella outro? Uh, we're gonna do some EI and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nope, nope. Nelly wins. I was gonna say keep uh, it. Uh, well, we can do that. Oh well, man, we've been sitting here the whole time, and you got EI in your pocket. Let me ask Cincinnati Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Thank you again First for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and if you're out listening, give to the Patreon. Show up, join. It's only a dollar to start. It's not gonna kill you. Easy, Sally Strothers. I like him. I like this guy. It's so. Good, though. All right. Thank you, Moon Goons. Yes, thank you, Moon Goons. Listen to we'll horror, horror movies. Watch more horror movies. In the meantime, keep it tight. Underly, underly, underly.